What's up, guys? Luca here for another episode of Scum Time. Scum Time with the Scum Cast. Let me check my mic. Hold on. Reloading the page. Okay, I sound okay-ish. Anyway, I'm here today with my amazing, fantastic, beautiful panel, and we are going to discuss a variety of topics, right? But, like, the first thing I want to say is welcome back to my besties. Uh, Bestie All Day and Bestie Masculine have finally shown up from the... um. The, the abyss, shadow realm, yeah. you know, they've returned. So <laughs> shout out to them for finally coming through. And then I got my bestie singer here, who's always here. Shout out to you. I'm drinking a alcoholic beverage right now. All day has consumed some sort of uh, some type of um, fragrance, uh, some kind of substance that will affect his uh, personality in one way or another. So it should be an interesting show. Uh, this wine I'm drinking, while cheap, is delicioso. Is it Carlos Rossi? It's Stella Rosa. Oh, still good, though. Delicious. So what's up, John John the Don? What's up, The Finest? What's up, Poles? What's up, Def Floyd? What's up, Back? What is up, Arcade? Welcome. Happy that you can catch a live show. What's up, uh, PlayStation Gaming Extremist? What's up, Spencer? Same to you. Happy you can catch it live. What's up? What's up, Mizzle T. Shizzle? What's up, Drive? What's what up, up, guys? What's up? Yeah, so hopefully we can have a very... Um, uh, polite conversation and everything works out. I invited someone else on, but he's not here. Uh, here we go. Hello, Ramon. Yo, man, talk about just making it in. Yes, welcome, welcome. I was kind of afraid that I might have scared you off from our conversation oh, no. from Monday. So I'm no, 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 I ain't, I ain't like, I ain't that kind of dude. <laughs> you know, there's been often times where I've scared people away, but it is what it is. Uh, hello, Nico. What's up? John, John the Don. Hi, hi, John. Hi, Hades. What's up, guys? Uh, I am sipping, sipping. All right. It's not a sippy cup, uh, but it is a cup. <laughs> it's a tiny cup. Hey, I'm Tony. Sure. Hey, Blade X. <laughs> hey, Hade. Somebody said you take here. shots out of a fingernail. Okay. <laughs> Who said that? Me. Oh, okay. <laughs> What's up, Nico? You guys, listen, you ain't anything, bro. All right, man. Uh, we're that, that Monopoly thimble. We. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, listen. Uh, hold on, let me add these tabs. No, that's where she put her trash at. Thanks. <laughs> listen, y'all be making me sick, bro. But it is what it is. Did so, you miss bro. me, my friend? Oh, but like, I'm so happy that you're here. I've missed you, bestie. I've missed you so much. Just yeah, not the same without you. Been having, having spawns, man. Yeah. Yeah, I've missed your humor. You know, I've missed your like everything, bro. So. Okay. Um, gaming podcast, gaming. So yeah, man, uh, Ramon, go ahead and introduce yourself. Yo, what's up, everybody? This is uh, Ramon Terrell. I am an actor as well as an author. I write epic fantasy as well as the fantasy humor. And um, yeah, that's really about it for me. How exciting. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so we're going to get into it. We're going to start with some lighter topics, and then we're going to get into the heavy hitting topics. You know, we're all cool here, so hopefully... You know, it doesn't um, devolve into some kind of traumatizing experience, but we'll see how it uh, how it is. I feel like it's been like forever since. I mean, it has been. It's been a week, but I feel like this week lasted forever. You know what I mean? Um, what's up, Tyler? Uh, Tyler's like high scum crew. What have y'all been playing? Yeah, I've been working my way through Dead Space Two. Uh, delicioso on your part. And hearing that a remake is in the works is icing on the cake. Yeah, uh, I haven't been playing anything. I'm in a like I'm in a gaming drought right now. Like I'm just in not a gaming feeling it. Funk. 
Mm. Yeah. Um, what's up? The Sly Crow, what's up? What's up, Dee Dee Lee? What's up, guys? Mm. Man, this alcohol is good. So yeah, uh, let's let's start off with the lighter topics and let's get into it. Like a singer, I tried to introduce you, but you didn't say anything. So no, still nothing. Okay. So yeah, that, that, no, that is fine. That's fine. I said hello, singer. You said if nothing. You're dead. How, how you? can you sing? Mm-hmm. Oh, I must have missed that. Okay. Well, go ahead and do your intro. What up? It's me. I'm here. Wow, what an inspired <laughs> introduction. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, what's up, guys? Zuki here for episode 162 of Scumcast. I am amazed that we have made it to this episode. Maybe we should start breaking it up into, like, seasons or something. Like, the numbers trying to make, like, it's kind of traumatizing me. It's triggering me. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, let's get into it. So, uh, Dead Space is getting a remake. It was announced this week during the EA... Mm-hmm play event and while i did not watch the event i was able to catch the highlights after the show and one of the highlights is that the fact that dead space is getting a remake i've heard some and i've heard and i've seen some like mixed responses in the sense it's like why would they announce it so early it's probably going to be forever since they release it you know was it a mistake for them to announce it this early or they're doing another remake oh my god like why are they doing a remake or why aren't they just making a new game i want to say to all of you that i'm not trying to hear it Okay, I have been thirsting for a Dead Space remake for fucking years now. Four years. Okay, I played the game with my brother forever ago. Like when it first came out on his Xbox 360, we played all three games. I can't prove that I played all three games with him on his 360, but I did go back and I played one in three. Um, Why well, I, I beat one in three, and I'm in the works of or in the process of beating two. So I'm gonna go ahead and share my screen as you guys can see here. Uh, no, this is fine. Here is my survivor. Complete the game on any difficulty. Unlocked on 2017. Okay, so I beat that game, the Ash and Luca. So, you know, this hype is real. There we go. So, I'm looking forward to the game. I cannot wait for this remake to come out. Like, EA, I, listen, take my money. Like, I will just get the most expensive version, depending. I mean, it's really depending on what they're including. But nine times out of 10, I'm probably going to get the most expensive version. They were all like, we don't have any microtransactions. I'm like, do you have any DLCs for suits? Because I will buy all of them. Like, I am obsessed with this game. I fucking love it. Like, it even had me breaking my I don't stream games kind of like mentality. I streamed that game. Okay, I was streaming it back when Mixer slash Beam was a thing. So like, I love Dead Space. Um, I love the atmosphere. I love the necromorphs. I call them uh, I call them Crip Walkers. <laughs> you know, in my free time, because that you know of how they move. <laughs> and um, I just like I am absolutely, I absolutely adore it. Like normally I'm like you know a little bitch when it comes to scary games, but for the Dead Space franchise, it's just so interesting. It's so intriguing. I just love it so much. Um, you know, Isaac is a protagonist, pretty uninspired to be quite honest, and also like his personal story in the sense of like his romantic relationships past his wife not the best not the best but you know um i do enjoy the story as a whole you know and i especially enjoyed the psychological elements that were um prevalent in uh, dead space 2 especially so it's a, it's fantastic like the game the ui with everything the way it was just built in and natural uh the way that isaac's the tools he were he was using, like the weapons he was using, is stuff that would make sense for his character because he's like what an engineer. It was 
it was great. The monster, the necromorph designs, fantastic. The way that they were able to infect people, stupendous. Like, it was just amazing. An amazing experience. And honestly speaking, I feel like the games still hold up to this day. Do they feel a little stiff? Yes, especially the first one. It feels a little stiff. But at the same time, I still have so much fun playing through it that it's just like, this is just an amazing experience. So if you haven't played Dead Space, you know, wait for the remake, Avi. But like, if you have, let's talk about it. So what do you guys think about this? It was a day one cop for me. I'm a Dead Space fan. So um, you just showed me the trailer. I've just now seen it, but it should look fire to me. I think that um, even remember when you first played it, I mean, as a third person shooter, we was kind of getting a lot of those. But at the same time, this was like the most I think this probably got to be the most original game ever made. You know what I mean? Like it definitely down, has a unique concept for sure. Right. The concept, your engineer, you're not using like typical bullets, using like, you know, um, nails and stuff and just stuff you craft with. I think it's dope, man. The whole game is dope. Part three was a little different. You know what I mean? Everybody got their little gripes with three, but you know, first two masterpieces for sure. I really like three. And let me tell you why. I know that's a con controversial statement, but if you're playing with a friend, the idea it's that better. the idea that you're your friend is seeing stuff that you can't see or vice versa that's a cool concept and it really leads into like the psychological elements to it was the character you or your friend playing as a good character no mm. but <laughs> it's still a fantastic game in my opinion i like i said i know people have issues with it especially the whole fighting humans thing agreed but you know it's just like at the same time those psychological elements are still there, and I really but, like that. But then you got to think about it, too. It's the third installment, so we didn't seen it already, you know, so. It didn't help that uh, EA was trying to cuck people with those microtransactions, right. microtransactions too, yeah. so, you know, so, you know. All right, what about the rest of you boys? Dead um, space. Oh, what? Giant Singer, go ahead. All right, so I'll take you back in time. Now, on the 360, a when Dead Space first released, it completely changed the horror genre. Like, I, great, granted, like Resident Evil and uh, Silent Hill and stuff like that was, you know, inspiration from it. But Dead Space elevated the genre to a new level. It was so good the way they captured horror in a video game, and. It, it, the fact they're remas remaking it from the ground up is the best thing EA could have done. That is, that would put EA back in a lot of people's probably good graces for a while. I mean, we we wouldn't want them to make a new one because they would probably mess it up. Highly, highly likely. So just remaster it. One, two. Well, remaster all three. Like they did with Mass Effect and. No, no, no! Remake them. I don't want them doing that Mass Effect treatment. I want. Them I, I meant, I meant, I meant remake. Yes, remake. Yeah, yeah. Um, remake, not repackage. Come on. Yeah, remake. From the ground up, because Dead Space, oh, it's just so good. I mean, if you haven't played Dead Space, you need to play. If you're a fan of horror games, Dead Space is the pinnacle of horror, in my opinion. And that's it for me. All right. What about you, Mass? Um, the only one I tried to play was three. I'll go back and play these now that this one's getting remade. Um, three did not make not make me want to play the other two, so I didn't. 
Uh, Three's the worst uh, out of the trilogy. So. Th- that's where I started, and that's why I didn't go back. I was like, mm, this ain't it. I was this one. It's this one the one How that stole me on the franchise. Because I was in the military, like oh, you got first, time to play. Right. Ones, yeah, so I did. I, it was it was either Call of Duty or nothing. Pretty much when you're in the middle of the ocean or in, in the middle of a desert, like, right. that's pretty much everybody playing. So when I came back, three was out, and I was like, all right, everybody was having shit. I started that. Mm-mm, it wasn't it. it wasn't it? But I, I, I'll go back and play the remake now. I got time now. I'm well, I'm I'm in so. I'm in the house with the with the. Uh, the, the the 19 again so oh man I'm, Sorry I'm trying to not that, to, yeah i'm trying not to die right now so you know you know oh, I, I got stuff to do a whole bunch of, i got time to do a whole bunch of stuff yeah. the next little bit uh don't buy that that most expensive edition because ea don't put games with they collect no, you're sitting right now you're right. <laughs> they, they, they like to leave that shit out every single time yeah you're right so what about you ramon any interest in dead space I think that it's an amazing quality franchise that I will never experience. Well, oh, understandable. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't do horror. I don't do oh, horror at all. <laughs> Look, when when I was playing Bioshock and that first thing, when you first show up, that thing that jumps down Bioshock with the daggers. Is scary, man. Dude, I was, when I tell you I was strafing the walls, like I was like, <laughs> any dark area, I was strafing the walls all the way around. It took me twice as long to play that game than anybody else because it wasn't nothing sneaking up on me. And I damn near burned my whole house down when I was in that bathroom scene when that doctor just appears behind oh, me. Oh, oh, man, I almost blew up the whole world when that happened. Yeah, would you <laughs> yeah I, I completely understand because I'm usually the same way. I don't really vibe with horror games. But there's just something about Dead Space. It's just amazing. So a little bit more about the game. So once again, it was announced during EA Play Live. Um and it's going to be done by it's done by motive okay uh it's the dead space remake it's really it's going to be released on the ps5 the series x and s and pc none of that last gen uh disgusting sickening stench on it which i appreciate <laughs> damn you know i said what i had to say yeah. uh you know it's it's dead space will be built rebuilt from the ground up in the frostbite engine Okay, and they uh, the devs are taking advantage of the SSDs and the 3D audio and more new tech. Okay, dual sense. Um, so yeah, man, like oh, you know, nah. here's the thing. I'm fucking excited. Okay, like you they, said, hell yeah, I know that's right, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm really excited about it. Like I like I said, you guys know I'm looking forward to this. I think it'll be good. Like the only way this could be bad is if the game releases and it's broken then i'm gonna have to throw a fit you know what i mean but um as you guys know i was not one of those people like talking about um i was not one of those people complaining about uh the demon souls remake i was one of the people like yes baby here we fucking go i'm so excited like y'all know got the plot for demon souls love to throw it out there and um i you know like like yay i will just give you my money it's fine and once again, people are saying that they wish they would be coming out with a Dead Space 4. Like, that original team that did Dead Space, the Death, Dead Space franchise, that, that studio's dead. So, no, you don't want them working on another Dead Space title. You don't. You want them to just remake the classics and put it out there. And the original Dead Space team, they are working on their own games called the Callisto Protocol. Uh, they released a little teaser a couple years ago. It looks terrifying, and I'm looking forward to that. So I'm going to enjoy my, you know, I'm going to have my cake 
and eat it too, as they say. Okay, I'm getting both. This doesn't take away from the Callisto Protocol. Who knows when that game is even coming out? But regardless of when it comes out, I'm getting both of them, okay? Even if they're like a month apart, I'm getting both of them. I'm just letting y'all know, okay? Both of them. Both of them. It's both with an F. Yes. uh, Okay, hold on. Let me... Not my mic. My mouse. Uh, Shout out to... uh, Hold on. Uh, Let me go ahead. Shout out to Code with the big dono, the 25, saying, let's have a great show (laughs) and tell Ramon to land a speaking role before he's allowed to speak on the podcast. You know, uh, that seems like a similar theme (laughs) that we've been having, you know, him saying to get a role. (laughs) Okay. What's up, Stone King X? Good to see you. Good to see you. Yeah. Um, Okay. Villains, like, I want to play as a necromorph so I can crip walk all over the place. Honestly, y'all must be stopped. Okay. You guys (laughs) must be stopped at this point. But um yeah, so anything else on the Dead Space uh remake? Can't wait to play it. Yeah. I want it to be known that I bought like a hoodie, a Dead Space hoodie, and I will be posting it on social media as soon as it comes in. So uh shout out to Sir X Man with Super Chat saying, Screw Dead Space, I wanna burn out oh, take down remake. That's a fact. Oh hell yeah. Hell I, yeah. Yeah, Ain't nobody I, disagree with you. I am we looking forward to Dead Space. I don't know anything about that. So, okay. I'm looking forward to that too. She don't even know what it is. She I don't even know what it is. <laughs> All right. Let's go ahead. Let's talk about this uh, controversy with Kotaku. We're starting there and then we're going to talk about the Activision Blizzard because, like, you know, I want to kind of lead into it. You know what I mean? So, uh, earlier this week, Kotaku, you know, our faves at Kotaku released an article that, like, super triggered a lot of folks, like the headline that is. Like, people were, like, really upset. <laughs> And um, I was like, you know, I looked at the headline and I was just like, I don't understand why people are upset about this. But I got like some interesting responses in like like my little thread, my little, why are people mad about this? Ramon being the one with the most like vile response about all of it. You know, uh, the words that you were using was very scary, honestly. So we're going to go ahead and pull it up. (sighs) Okay. Go ahead. Where is it? Oh. Uh, here we go. So they changed the title because they got all the backlash. They got like destroyed. Um, okay. So, all right, let's go ahead and share my screen. Okay, here we go. Okay. So uh, here, this is what the title was. Um, 2K very quietly launches a new XCOM game that looks like shit. Uh, I took I took it upon myself to take a look at the title, you know, the title and see what it looked like. Hold on. Let me just make sure I have nothing up before I pull this up. Yeah, give me one second. I took I I I I you know I took the time to actually take a little look, a little looky look at this game that they'll be releasing, the game that Homeboy said looks like shit. And we're gonna, you know, we're gonna play it on the, we're gonna play it on the screen real quick, okay, fellas? Uh, everything's muted, so we're just gonna, we're just gonna play it a little bit, okay? Let me let's see here if I can find it. I don't know where it is. I don't know where it is. Okay, here it is. So this is the game he was talking about, right here. This little cute, this little cute title. Uh, what do you guys think? It looks good, right? Hello. Let, let, let it play some more. Let me see. Yeah, we haven't seen anything. So some other thing. This is uh, XCOM Legends, so I guess it's in the XCOM franchise. Does this Can look say, like? Is this normally how XCOM looks? I don't know. Can I say so? No. No. I, don't know. I just like. Wait, hold on. I just want you guys to watch more. Doesn't it look good? 
why are we watching Ray Shadow Legends? I mean, XCOM. Okay. So we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna exit out of that. Or actually, what what is it here? Yeah, we'll go ahead and. I'm still we'll smiling and, in a bad way. Uh, exit out of that. Okay. So he said he was like this. Uh, this game looks like shit. I looked at the game and I was like, you know what? The game does look like shit. So. Um, but for some odd reason, it seemed to like attract a lot of anger and vitriol and the replies. So I said, I'll, out of all the things to be annoyed at Kotaku about, this definitely doesn't even hit top 20. Y'all are really mad on behalf of this. Um, so I was like, so it's the lack of professionalism. That's an issue. I was talking to Infinite Umbra. Here comes Ramon. <laughs> Titter-tattering about, like, listen, Luca, it's the lack of professionalism. Bam! The irony that a trash-ass human... <laughs> Disguised as a trash ass writer, okay, with a trash ass article, <laughs> is coming. Is coming. Someone else's word trash. Look at that grammar, Jesus. And the annoyance factor <laughs> that the internet provides these barely sentient was sentient sentient sacks of malignant feces, a platform to speak from. Damn! Did you really hear about the Thoros to write that? I want to ask, do you think that Ramon's response to this Kotaku writer calling this game, like saying this game looks like shit, is a little bit I don't know, but like, do you think this, this is what, what are the writers like? Is this a little hyperbolic? Is it a little hyperbolic, my guy? She's okay. asking you to explain yourself. Oh, <laughs> okay, so if sidestepping that this was a cumulative effect with that last article, the all for one thing, just I was oh, already oh, okay. still tasting so that. So you're saying so, that you let your previous feelings cloud your judgment about this singular event is that oh no not at all it was just it was just i still it was accumulated yeah it had i still had that taste in my mouth so you said it it affected your judgment okay like it it would not it didn't affect my judgment if dude would have said if dude would have said go ahead i'm gonna repeat it i'm sorry trash (laughs) ass human why is he a trash are you dissecting this first or can i can i take a trash i want a piece like the the thing that i have a problem a big problem with is someone who sits Mm-hmm. sits behind a well i use air quotes a professional entity mm-hmm. and then starts talking this kind of shit and it's like okay to me the game doesn't look horrible it just looks like a mo- uh, like a mobile game but like if Xbox? it looks huh no go ahead go ahead, go ahead. you stop can you please stop <laughs> less than 15 minutes can you stop? um so my thing is is it's like you know some people put this some work into this and that video that you sent me luca broke it down personally and that was a professional reviewer who said yo i don't like this i don't think it looks good but he didn't have to talk about stuff looking like shit and everything and again this dude is behind a professional entity you know what i mean and for him to like talk all of this shit, and then it turns out that he went and changed his headline because he found out that he was wrong about an aspect of the game to begin with so it's just like no he changed listen this is what the original headline was okay hold on the original headline hold on let me scroll up for you big dog hold on saying 2k very quietly launches a new XCOM game that looks like shit. the new headline is 
2K launches XCOM game that looks nothing like XCOM. That doesn't that that doesn't indicate that he changed his feelings or he was wrong about something. He changed it because y'all freaked out on him. That's why he changed it. Okay, okay. You know what? Yeah, I got it mixed up with later in the article where he put the disclaimer saying that it was a soft launch and he was wrong or something like that. Did he but say yeah, he you're was right, wrong? you're right. Huh? Did the words I was wrong come out of this man's mouth? Well, I'm paraphrasing, but basically oh, okay. he said... you're says, paraphrasing. Interesting. <laughs> well, oh, my God. Okay, so he put a disclaimer at the bottom saying that, you know, I found out that uh, soft launches are normal for games like this, and I've, like, I don't remember what it said exactly, but okay, he acknowledged that. I'll look it that. up for you, big dog. Hold on. Let me get okay. this big dono. Shout out to my, my boy Sycamore with the big dono saying, keep the content going and great job on Twitter spaces. Oh, destroying ponies and Xbox with nothing but facts. Yeah. Enjoy a game on me. Shout out to my boy Sycamore, man. Shout out, <laughs> Shout out to you. Hey, we got a whole cat in here. Who purring? You hear that? All right. That's my guy right there. Shout out to you. Shout out to Sir X Man with Super Chat. Sir X Man, what up? When Luca uses profanity, it sounds so good. Truth. All right. So, um, anyway, we're going to go back to the article. Um, <sighs> okay. So, let's see here. I'm going to read the disclaimer. Uh, 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 okay, one second. This is what he said. So he got a lot of backlash. Like people were like really upset about this. Me personally, I was just kind of like, okay, like we're like, I really think that this is my personal viewpoint. This is my perception of the situation. I think that people hate Kotaku and they hate gaming journalists to the point where it like overrides their hatred of 2K and how 2K likes to cuck people because they're a big co corporation, money-hungry, grubby corporation, as always, whatever, right? It really, like, over just, it took over their mind. And they forgot about the fact that most of the time gamers are also complaining about shitty mobile games. So it's just like, you know, for me, I really think that the biggest issue was that it's coming from a Kotaku writer <coughs> and they hate Kotaku. I think that's what the problem was, you know? I don't think it has anything to do with this guy with what this guy actually said in his article. It has mm -hmm. more to do with the fact that this is a Kotaku writer uh, from the terrible website Kotaku, where they often have really terrible hot takes on stuff coming through and saying, hey, this game looks like shit. This right. whole idea, like, what about the developers, you know, the people who worked on the game? I'm sorry, but if you put your work out there and it's garbage people are going to say it's garbage like sorry okay. about your feelings but this is not how this society works if your shit is trash and it's trash all right mm, go ahead th that game looked like a playable gif like this the it looked as, horrible as for as much as kotaku ain't shit right i agree with everything he said in this article every single thing because i read the damn thing i was like what's why are people mad but he was like there's two XCOM games that are on mobile that are Good games. Why would you just slap XCOM on this bullshit? That's what I'm and saying. Call it XCOM. That was his whole problem. He was mad that there are good XCOM games, and now people are going to associate XCOM with this trash ass Raid Shadow Legends knockoff. That's what he was mad about. Look, again, we just talk about this on the phone. We just said this. <laughs> So we're going to read through the article, okay? So I want you guys to remember that Ramon said, he said, what did you say? Something about malignant feces? I don't know. But uh, the <laughs> That sounds like some are, shit I don't want to eat. What? Are known for their challenging tactics. Not if I see you, by the way. Uh, roster management and bullshit shooting percentages. So it's surprising. Oh, really? Not surprising at all. To see 2K license out a new mobile game that has absolutely none of those traits. Well, so you're saying that they put out a shitty mobile game 
to and like when to use the XCOM name to get some quick cash. Is that what he's saying? I don't know. That's just my perception. I could be wrong. Okay. So XCOM Legends, developed by uh, Iridian Starfish, has been soft launch quotation marks in certain territories around the world on Android phones, meaning the game was just kind of released quietly without any kind of grand fanfare or big announcements, at least until it gets a wider release in more places. This isn't a turn-based uh, tactical shooter. There aren't any maps to explore. There's no flanking, no base management, and everybody looks like they're new Overwatch characters. Instead, XCOM Legends has you rushing, ooh, automatically, ooh, from staged encounter, ooh, <laughs> to staged oh. encounter, ooh, using loads of abilities, abilities that have cooldowns, huh, and earning all di kinds of different in-game currency <gasps> that can be spent on all kinds of gotcha crap. Which of course it does because almost every mobile game is now broadly the same thing. So focused have the studios, well, I'm sorry. So focused have the studies of metrics and econ, can I read? <laughs> sorry, I've been drinking. Economies and player engagement endorphin hits become. Wait, who's playing that? Oh, hey, hey, copyright? Who's playing that music in the background? Or is it me? Okay, I don't know. pain in the bathroom? Where I don't know that? what was going on, okay? Anyway, um, there are hints of Firaxis's recent games here, like some of the background art and unit design, but then the game pretends those never existed canonically as the plot description is, blah, blah, blah. Here's a plot description. I don't care. What I don't get here is why bother with the XCOM license? This isn't XCOM, and XCOM isn't exactly a household name. Even if it were, the actual XCOM games are, are already available on mobile, both of them. Both of them, and they're pretty great. Only those games are both standalone purchases, not custom design money sinks designed to prey on people's impulses. And uh, okay, I get it. I'll read it again. Both only those games are both standalone purchases, not custom designed money sinks designed to prey on people's impulses. And ah, uh, I get it. Update. This post and its headline have been edited to reflect that soft launches are common in the mobile space and not reflective of the quality of the game itself. Okay. So um, what are we thinking about this article, guys? Okay, I, I'm I'm in Go ahead. as a massive fan of XCOM. Um XCOM 2 is top five games of last gen. Easy. Play it. They knocked it out of the park. I'm insulted. They even slapped XCOM onto this. Because XCOM is near and dear to me. <clears throat> is a fantastic game. And the fact they decided to call this trash XCOM is a, just a money grab because even then i don't know why you would use xcom name because xcom is still kind of niche like xcom isn't that widely that we ain't fucking with them no more well no, it, because it's not for the actual xcom developers doing it it is this whatever the hell they are studio so they just bought um, the license to use it for this game yeah, it's literally just the name, yeah, because Firaxis actually <clears throat> makes the XCOM, the, the real XCOM games, um, and they do a really good job at it. Right. So I'm just mad that they actually had the nerve to throw XCOM onto a steaming pile of trash and think they'll make a bunch of money off it. Now, I'm sure it's going to do well on mobile. They're going to love it. But he is not wrong in his assessment of this game. I find no part of the article to be false. He, he is correct. I'm just trying to figure out, like, listen, I'm just like, I just, Ramon, we are all entitled to our own opinions, but I just personally feel that this response 
was a little bit much personally uh based like like the context you know behind it all like he just said the game looked like shit i don't think like he's a trash human or a trash writer i mean he's like whatever uh is i don't even think the article's trash it's like very clear on what it's talking about so i just want to understand like is the issue like what's the issue here for you okay so my, my Look at okay, so, <laughs> okay so yeah i i jumped pretty strong and what what triggered my that my reaction to that is when people do headlines like that and it's not like it's just a regular person like man this shit is garbage you know what i mean but when you actually are a part of the media like i don't know maybe it's just a a, gener a different era a generation thing but like, I just can't stand, like, an actual entity that has writers that come out with headlines like that. It pisses me off because it's like, like, you're just calling something trash, but you're behind a professional entity. That's, that was the main thing that kind of kicked me off. And I'm not going to say the article itself doesn't have good points because I'm not. A, I'm sorry, malignant. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Again, like I say, the. The headline set me off. The headline okay. set me off because it's talking about like, you know, it looks like shit and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like that immediately just got my back up because, again, this is like, you know, this is a publication. You know, maybe I'm just not used to publications. You're not used to being Kotaku like being unprofessional, really? Well, I don't have much I don't have much experience with Kotaku anyway. Well, they're garbage in general. But give me one second. Uh, Shut up, Sir X-Men saying, name me three developers that never have problems um listen i'm not going to so shout out thanks for the super chat though shout out to code with super chat saying this practice isn't uncommon xbox did the same with gears pop bethesda had fallout shelter it's normal and yeah that's not the issue code yeah. this is what the issue is the issue is that my good friend ramon <laughs> took it to a different level okay like he put 10 like, on two okay like it was a two situation and he took it up to a 10 and i just don't like i was just like man like let's let's calm down here so um listen the articles like whatever i the game looks like shit but like who cares like who's gonna play it like wh whoever plays it plays it you know it's not a big deal but i just like like i said i personally and this may not have been ramon's viewpoint but i personally feel like the reason why people got so upset is because it's like oh my god we have to protect the developers and i'm just like no he was talking about 2k <laughs> like he was talking about the publisher like that's right. a big time corporate entity that likes to cuck people so no this is not a attacking the developers thing this is him side eye in 2k which i approve of and it's like people you gotta you gotta be able to separate your dislike of kotaku versus what this guy is saying like i don't like kotaku either all right, I don't like games journalists, except for a couple of them in general, right? But I could read through this article and see what this guy said and take a look at the game and be like, yeah, that does look pretty bad without like freaking out. And I don't really expect professionalism from these people because they're not professional. Like there's some chick talking about, um, like, do you remember that chick Dia Lucina? Like she was saying some pretty vile things about the Sony CEO, you know? So it's just like, I don't really expect professionalism from these people, but I can understand, I can understand your viewpoint, Ramon, in the sense that you would prefer that these entities would be a little bit more professional. That said, I personally feel like your response was a bit of a overreaction. I think, but, I think know, it wasn't really me. him. I don't think it was him. I think it was just the Rager's edge he was messing with. I, <laughs> what? You know what I mean? what? That's what I think. <laughs> 
that, that's that's what so, happened. Yo, I'm not I'm not gonna even try in front and say that it wasn't extreme. Yes, it was extreme. I hadn't had coffee. <laughs> no, you, it, was wait, it, it was one a.m. when you wrote that, right? I mean, did you, <laughs> were you late night snacking that night? That's what I want to know. Yeah, coffee. Did you have a donut with it? Maybe a powdered plain. What did you have? No, I probably got forced to eat some liver and onions. He probably I don't know. didn't like, uh, like. He probably did not eat. Breakfast. Did Nautica <laughs> really just disappear? Oh my goodness. Now, my only issue with all this is like I don't what is professional? Like what what is the barometer for what is considered professional? We're talking about video games. Yo, if you, 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 you want to know if you want to know what professional is, have uh have Luca send you the video that she sent me that uh broke down that game. That dude was professional. Like that's the kind of content that I appreciate. You don't like it, you you know what I mean? Like he explained, he gave a full breakdown of everything. And I'm not saying everybody got to walk around like on eggshells acting like right, a ice right, princess. Right, right. I'm just saying right. like if you're an outlet that people go to for information, there's a well, there used to be a well, degree of responsibility that came with that. And it's just like But Ramon, that game looked like shit, dog. Right. Like he he <laughs> so, he professionally so gave you his That was a good assessment, don't you think? And I mean, even in the article, he breaks down the reasons why it was like shit. Mass, hold on. Let me tag you. Mass, Mass, hold on, hold on, Mass. I mean, wait, wait, hey, hey, Ramon, Ramon, have you been to that nice store before? Yeah. Have you been to Dollar Tree, Dollar General, any of those type of stores? Yeah, of course. And you see like name brand products there, correct? Supposedly, yeah. <laughs> no, they are. They have Doritos, Cracker Jacks, but. When have you ever ever seen a 13-ounce Cracker Jack box? You don't, right? When have you ever seen a medium-sized Dorito bag, right? And they sell it for the same price, right? These companies make these games specifically with an objective to make money. It's not – you'll never see them anywhere else but those stores, right? So he was just pointing out this game is a piece of shit. That's it. And it was, it, it was, it was warranted. So I don't know why you was tripping. Like if he that. didn't explain it, I can see that. That's like what he, I'm saying. Yeah. He literally explained every part of why it was what he said it was. And then like the that's why I was like, what is professional? What's the barometer for professional? Because Kotaku people go to Kotaku, but if I start up a website and all of a sudden it gets it goes viral, does that make me a professional? No, it just makes me a nigga with a website. So like, <laughs> like <laughs> Kotaku being professional, quote unquote, is just People go there to look at the same stuff they go to anybody else who has a YouTube channel. Um, like, right. and they go for them for gaming news. Like, which side of that is professional? Because this is just, we talk about video games. It's the same with anybody who reviews anything. They're giving their opinion. Maybe we're most talking about like an established outlet. Is that what you mean? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is like, it's mm -hmm. an established outlet. And then when mm -hmm. you start talking about shit, this stuff looks like shit. It's like, Am I saying I want to go out to, like right after this and go buy it? Hell no. I mean, How would you phrase like it if you were to say something? I mean, what, what would you say well, if you say, saw that game? Like the game it, releases XCOM game that looks nothing like an XCOM game, and here's why I will not be playing it. Something, something like that. You know what I mean? Like it's all of it again. It's too boring. Yeah, I guess. Like I say, maybe maybe this <laughs> is a maybe. Well, the, I'm just I'm talking about on the fly, but. My main thing is, like I say, maybe this is just a different era thing. Maybe I'm a, just freaking. Maybe I'm from the Cretaceous era, and you know, I'm just used to something different. But I'm just not like the whole thing about like, oh, it looks like shit, blah blah blah. It's just like unprofessional, and it just gets my back up because it's like you're supposed like, to be better than that. But it's that, like, like the I said, onion that's... and all that other shit, all these 
all these sports podcasts that be saying the same thing like you trash this 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 guy yeah but the onion is satire though the onion is satire that's completely different well i'm saying even the the sports go ahead Quote was like, I personally had to remove Kotaku from a list of approved sites for my kids' Xbox because of this. That's not the kind of headline I want them seeing. I want to ask you a question real quick. Have you seen some of Kotaku's other headlines? Because they should have never been on the approved list in, like, the first place. Like, they have had some of the craziest titles, some of the weirdest fucking articles written. Like, there's a reason why people clown Kotaku and Polygon. Those are who pe- people clown the most when it comes to gaming journalists. But I, I get what you're saying, Code. I'm just saying, like, Kotaku's never been, like, this paragon of virtue, you know? I personally wouldn't let my kids read anything Kotaku-related if I had kids, but, you know. Well, this was literally, like, I think the second article I've ever read by read, uh, read by Kotaku. And the first one was the all-for-one. So that was a, a pretty <laughs> interesting intro to Kotaku for me. Okay, I got you, Code. What's up, Last Emperor? He said, I did not let them read it, but it brought it to my attention. Okay. Um, so anyway, what's up, Nautical? What up, though? Yes. Um what's up, Forte? thoughts on like this headline and the uh, issue? Uh I haven't been on Twitter, so this is the first time I'm seeing it. But after looking looking at this tweet and reading it, man, I I, I man, I feel like you like if this was like um, book list or something like they just shitted on your book or something, and you got <laughs> mad as hell. And that's what that's what that kind of came off to me as. I was like, "Yo, is, did Fantasy Books Online review something and, and piss him off and gave him, gave hey, him a crappy review?" I would never fucking, get that mad over so a bad funny. review on my uh, books. Otherwise, I just hey, yo, fucking terrible. Ramon is he ghost wrote the story for XCOM Legends. But <laughs> 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 yo, yo, man, nobody's yeah. supposed to know about that. Come on. <laughs> But you no. said the game didn't look bad, bro. I'm always looking at you with a side eye, bro. Well, I said for a mobile game. It just to me, it looks like a standard mobile game. It looks like play a mobile picture game. that can move, bro. It looks terrible. <laughs> it looked bad. Hey, uh, what up, what up, BGs? Good to see you, brother. What up, yeah. BG? Like yeah. I was telling Luca, it was crazy. I was like, XCOM is not even a a crazy game to it that like, it couldn't run on mobile. I don't know why it doesn't even. I didn't know they yeah. had it on mobile before, but yeah, like, but- what's the bunty? Yeah, but yeah. for the but for the most part, ever since you know Jason Schreier left Kotaku, he gave me every reason never to look at their website ever again. And you know, I didn't even want to look at him when he was there. But you know, that's where his stuff was, and we were kind of forced to do it if we wanted to like see what was going on with that stuff. I I haven't been to Kotaku in probably over a year ever since he's left. So, but yeah, that's the first thing I thought. I haven't I haven't been on Twitter, so this is like new to me. When I saw it, I was reading through all the tweets, and I was like, "Yo, he mad mad right now." <laughs> He's super, super mad right now, and and I, I was—I mean, listen, I—I I th- like I said, and I'm serious. I think your disgust from it comes from a person that actually creates something, and when you see a publication kind of, you know, down talking in the way that he did, like you felt like he did in the beginning, it kind of, it kind of like spoke to your creator side, and you're like, you know, if you're a if you're an entity that's going to be reviewing these things, those are the type of uh, headlines that you want to see. So, I mean, I'm serious when I think that, yo, you was pissed because you're, you're one of those type of people that looked at that stuff like, yo, if this was something that was wrote that I did, I wouldn't appreciate it being, you know, highlighted in that light. You know, if you don't like it, you don't like it. But, you know, saying it's trash or whatever like that or, you know, I think that's where his kind of um, his thought process came from. But, bro, you you literally I, you literally went crazy on that dude for for no reason. <laughs> 
Yeah, all right, all right, all right. So I, I went the villain route, you know. But and you knew this was coming because I just read. I was like, "Yo, Luki even said, be ready. <laughs> I'm coming for you in the tweet." <laughs> so, so you already knew this was coming. But you know, oh, shout yeah, out to you, my, in my Shout out to you for having a having a uh, uh, having an opinion on it. So most people he said the game didn't look that bad. <laughs> well, you say he said he probably just wrote it. <laughs> Right. Again, to me, that. it just looked like a standard mobile game. I don't really, they're not on my radar. So I was just like, oh, well, XCOM is, is that deal, though. You know, I, I've never really gotten into them and stuff, but I know a lot of people in my circle that has played them. And, you know, I know I could see what Singer was talking about when he said, you know, the fact that they put this XCOM on this game, they just did it just to sell. Oh, you no, know, I can totally, reason. I totally feel Singer on that. Like, Remember, I experienced. Ask you a question real quick. What's your favorite game? Uh, uh oh. Let me go with my favorite franchise, Legacy of Kane. I can't really narrow it down to one game. Okay, so what if they did like a, a kind of mobile game in the same vein as this XCOM Legends? They actually what came close that? to it. It's called Nosgoth. It was a it? it was a did freaking MOBA. Did you huh? enjoy it? Oh no. Did you like actually, it? Oh no, it pissed me off because they oh, it pissed you off, huh? Yep, it did piss me say off. That it looked like shit. <laughs> Yeah, but I okay. if I was if I was writing for a professional entity, I would not go on and say it looked like shit. I would eviscerate it, but professionally. That's all I'm saying. Okay, what's up, Chris? All right, well we can. So it uh, looks like uh, what was that? Malignant feces? That's what you would say. Like, Yo, this game violent. looks like malignant feces. <laughs> no, listen, man. You, you was, <laughs> listen, you was you was spitting bars. Like I, I was reading that, I was like, "Yo, this man looked up every word in the dictionary that has something to do with the word trash." <laughs> we figured it out. We figured it out. If he said EA released a game that looked like malignant feces. Ramon would have been fine. He would have had nothing to say about it. <laughs> that spews articles on their website. Jesus. <laughs> spews. Oh man. You was you was you was on fire, bro. Yeah, I had my tweed jacket on with my pipe and you know <laughs> the razor's edge, bro. That he was on that white girl, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> Oh man! Hey Ramon, you got gold chains on right now, <laughs> and gold rings—the ones that link all the fingers. <laughs> okay, so uh, let's go ahead and talk about this Activision Blizzard thing. All right, so I do want to preface this conversation by saying, um, there's a lot of podcasts I'm just not going to listen to this week because, like, no offense, but I've heard some of your takes on uh, gaming, and I just don't feel like um, you have the uh, emotional uh maturity and to discuss something as serious as uh, some of the shows Wait, I, did I miss to something? To. Oh, yeah. so i will not be listening to any podcast this week i'll be minding my whole ass business as per fucking usual and we shall discuss this activision blizzard conversation um and um how we all felt about it you know so let's go ahead please do not use the r word on 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 stream thanks and we're gonna go over the article so Activision Blizzard sued by California over allegations of frat boy culture and uh, sexual harassment. Okay. All right, let me just go ahead. Sorry, my mouse is all over the place. So, not to hear. All right, let's start with the suit. Man, I felt, right, like following... I, was a, felt like I was at Battle of the Bands for a second. Following a two-year investigation by the California Department of Fair Employment and Housing, 
The state has filed a lawsuit against Activision Blizzard for fostering a frat boy culture in which female employees, and as it has recently come to light, there's also been male employees as well, are allegedly subjected to unequal pay and sexual harassment. As reported by Bloomberg, Activision Blizzard is being accused by the state of California, okay, of discriminating against female employees at nearly all levels of employment, including in regards to compensation, promotion, assignments, and termination. The state alleges Activision Blizzard's leadership has failed to address uh, any of these outstanding issues or prevent them from occurring within the workplace. Okay. So um, we're going to hold on. Let me see. I want to make sure I'm finding exactly some of the more, uh, what's the word, pressing points of contention in the, okay, here we go. I found it. So we're going to stop here and we're going to go ahead and share my screen here. And we're going to, where is it right here? Is it this? Yes, it is. Okay. All right. So like the executive ranks, women across the company are assigned to lower pay and lower opportunity levels. Female employees receive lower starting pay and also earn less than male employees for substantially similar work. Defendants promote women more slowly and terminate them more quickly than their male uh, counterparts. Faced with such adverse terms and conditions of employment, many women have been forced to leave the company. Defendants have also fostered a pervasive frat boy culture, a uh, workplace culture that continues to thrive. In the office, women are subjected to cube crawls in which the male employees drink copious amounts of alcohol as they crawl their way through various cubicles in the office and often engage in inappropriate behavior towards female employees. Male employees proudly come into work hungover, play video games for long periods of time during work, while delegating their responsibilities to female employees, uh, engage in banter about their sexual encounters, talk openly about female bodies, and joke about rape. All right, so unsurprisingly, defendant's frat boy culture is a breeding ground for harassment and discrimination against women. Um, Female employees are subjected to, I know I really just said, don't say it and I said it, my bad. Uh, female employees are subjected to constant sexual <clears throat> harassment, including having to continually fend off unwanted sexual comments and advances by their male coworkers and supervisors being, and being groped at the cube crawls and other company events. High-ranking executives and creators engaged in blatant sexual harassment without repercussions. In a particularly tragic example, a female employee committed suicide uh, during a business tr business trip with a male supervisor who had brought uh, butt plugs and lubricant yeah. with him on the trip. Yep. Yep. Uh, defendants continuously condone the quid pro quo and hostile work environment. Uh, the message is not lost on their employees. Numerous complaints about unlawful harassment, discrimination, and retaliation were made to defendants' human resources personnel and executives, <laughs> including to Blizzard's entertainment president, uh, J. Allen Brack, but defendants failed to take effective remedial measures in response to these complaints. Okay. So first of all, HR is not there for you. I, I just want to put that out there for anyone. They're only there for the hour. No, I mean, they're there for the corporation. They're there for the corporation. Yeah, for the corporation. No, I'm, I'm saying That's for the it. hour. They're only there for the money. Ain't for the money. Yeah, they're there to protect the corporation. Mm -hmm. um, so Jay Allen, whatever, Jay Allen Brack <clears throat> actually responded to the, uh, the, the allegations stating that they were here let me uh it goes without saying it wait it goes with saying it is completely unacceptable for anyone in the company to face discrimination or harassment so you know a bunch of bullshit pr talk whatever right so this is a this is this has gone to the point that they are actually pursuing charges against activision blizzard and it's the state of california 
it's all alleged. It's all, you know, they're just accusations at this point. We don't know what's going to go, you know, go on. Um, you know, but uh, there are certain people who've come out. And I'm going to show an example of one who's come out and stated his experience with Activision Blizzard. And let's see here. His name is uh, Brad Krusko saying, during my time at Blizzard, I experienced sexual harassment from multiple male leads, explicit dis uh, dis descriptions of sex acts they wanted to perform on me, propositioning my wife and I for sex, back rubs, it goes on. This often occurred in front of my other coworkers who said nothing. Going to HR was not an option. You only went to HR if you wanted your story immediately shared throughout the entire studio. Uh, this particular statement here corresponds with a similar uh, instance that happened. Um, I would have to find the direct quote, but I do recall reading that a woman also went to HR and stated what was going on, and the um, HR broadcasted it to the company as well. So there's a correspondence there, but you know, um, don't take my word for it. Look into it yourself because I currently cannot prove it because I don't have it right in front of me. So on the handful of occasions when I tried to talk to someone about this, I was never taken seriously. Boys will be boys, they'd say. I'm sure they're just joking. Sexual harassment isn't funny. I just want to make great games. So I sucked it up, let it continue, and just tried to ignore it the best I could. This is not worth risking my career over, I tell myself. This remains one of my biggest regrets. I knew the more I put up with it, the more I enabled them to act this way towards others. I'm sure more people were hurt because of my inaction. I'm struggling with whether now is the right time to share the story. The last thing I want to do is divert attention from the women in this industry whose voices are rightfully being amplified right now. But the culture at Blizzard was toxic and it impacted many, many people. We need to do better. Now, real quick, I just want to say that this is like this Aline, uh, I don't even know how to say this thing. This is the right time to speak up. Listen, if you are sexually harassed, you are allowed to talk about it. You're allowed to speak up. You don't have to be looking at the other people who are sexually harassed and be like, well, they're women and maybe they should be speaking up more. Maybe their voices are more important because they're women. Like, no, dude, you were act you were sexually harassed too. You can talk about this stuff. Like, you don't have to even worry about shit like that. You know, if it happens to there's no there's no levels here when it comes to that kind of thing, you know, in my opinion. Uh, others may disagree, but that's just how I feel about it. And it's even, it's more rare for a guy to come out and speak about any sexual harassment he may have experienced because men are so dismissive in general. Uh, some, I'm sorry, some men are so dismissive in general when it comes to these issues and even more so towards their male counterparts. So, um, so once again, uh, several people have come through and have stated uh, sev uh, similar experiences um, on social media, not just with Activision Blizzard, but with other corporations. And uh, it's it's caused a bit of a shitstorm on Twitter. Alana Pierce did a video where she talked about how she was groped and sexually harassed at was it Rooster Teeth and some other place that she worked. Um, me personally, I'm going to talk about my experience. I've I've never been sexually harassed at work, but I did work in an environment where uh, my boss was sexually harassing people, and it was always very specific women that he would choose to harass. They often went to HR, but HR did absolutely nothing to help them. It was a well-known secret of the corporation, but unlike what is being discussed in this particular uh, lawsuit, it was all insidious, it was all subtle, and you would he was very careful with how he would do it. It wasn't very, it wasn't blatant like it is stated here, you know? But, um, so that's my experience with that. I get sexually harassed online by a bunch of freaks all the time. But, you know, that is that is what it is. That's unfortunate, but it's just something that I've grown to know that I have to contend with, being the fact that I am a very outspoken woman uh, in this particularly 
toxic, toxic <laughs> gaming community. I mean, every community has a subset of people who are fucking nut jobs and say crazy shit. Uh, gaming community is just the community I currently reside in. Therefore, it's the community where I uh, deal with the most amount of sexual harassment. There we go. So, um, you know, this isn't the first time we've heard about this. I actually put out a tweet asking folks what are other instances where you've heard of corporations like encouraging sexual harassment or, or you know, having this kind of behavior. It kind of, I just want to say, like, I really need y'all to, like, take a step back, you know, and just, like, like let's relax in the sense that if a corporation you like, okay, because you're a fanboy and you just you just like the corporation and it's just like hey i'm gonna i'm gonna defend this corporation with not even a second thought just because they make games i like for the platform i buy i just really need you to take a step back and realize that that's probably the dumbest thing to even sit and do like i just personally speak i can't imagine liking a company enough to just blindly defend them or blindly accuse them one way or another, you know? All mm -hmm. we can really go with is what is the information that's putting it, that's being put out there, okay? So I'm gonna go ahead and uh, show some similar tweets. Let me go ahead, share my screen. Oh, I use my bookmarks. All right, so it's been 2.5 years and I still carry a lot of pain from my time at Blizzard. I stayed too long, seven years clinging to the Blizzard label. I'm finally at a company where I'm paid slash treated fairly and I want the same for my old teammates. Don't wait, ladies, you deserve more. Uh, here's Soul and they spoke about, I worry this will kill my career and I left Insomniac Games because of how they treat women. So this was an uh, instance where Insomniac was accused. Uh, Zaire here says, this is an exact expert excerpt about black women working at Activision is going to haunt me. Um, an African-American employee okay, hold on. Noted, noted that it took her two years to be made into a permanent employee while men hired after her were made permanent employees. She also was micromanaged such that her male co-workers were known to be playing video games without any intervention by a supervisor, but her supervisor would call and check on her if she took a break to go on a walk. Another African-American employee who worked on information technology was similarly micromanaged by her uh, manager, unlike the men on her team. When she requested time off of work, her manager made her write a one-page summary of how she would spend that time off and work, and no one, uh, no one else had to do any write-up. The male supervisor also criticized her body language despite male counterparts slouching in meetings, and she was scolded for asking for assistance, while others could get help on similar tasks without criticism uh these experiences led female employees to leave their employment with defendants now i think okay i do want to say that i think a lot of these issues also stems from the fact that employees in general do not know their rights you don't have to give a reason why you're requesting your pto like that is not something you have to do okay uh similarly if you're Coworkers are making disgusting comments towards you. You do not have to put up with that either. If your boss is making disgusting comments towards you, that's definitely on the scale of this is something that's not allowed. And I, I think that the biggest issue is like people just don't know their rights when it comes to this stuff. And they think that it's like, okay, I'm just going to stay in this situation and maybe it'll get better and I'll just suck it up or whatever. Right. And it's like, for me, Personally speaking, like I said, I worked in an environment where my boss was sexually harassing people, but like he wasn't going around talking about like 
joking about sexually assaulting people. You know what I'm saying? Like, he wasn't doing stuff like that. He wasn't touching anyone blatantly. He wasn't coming to work drunk. He wasn't coming to work hungover. He wasn't doing any of that stuff. But this is a situation where it's just like, this is blatant harassment, allegedly. And people, like I said, everyone has their own reasons as to why they choose to stay. And when it comes to any aspect of abuse, there's psychological elements that go into it. You know, your brain chemistry is affected when it comes to that stuff. It's a, it's traumatic, you know, I, and I understand that, but I per, like, personally speaking, I just, I'm, I, I hope I'm never in a situation where I have to deal with that, but I would hope that I would realize that it's probably just better to leave. And it's unfortunate and it sucks, but like at the same time, you have to think about your own mental health. And that's not the case when it comes to this because some girl killed herself. Be uh, what was it? They were passing around her nudes or something at a party. Is that mm -hmm. what it was all day? Yeah, they're passing around her nudes. The way they phrased it, I'm not going to say it here, but it was very uh, vile. Gross, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. like I said, so for me, I'm just kind of like, like I read this and I'm just like, that's so awful. You know, that's just so awful. And I hate it, but I'm not surprised. And so I said on Twitter, I was like, I would never want to work in the gaming industry, like in general, like the whole, it's the crunch culture, um, how much they get paid and the prevalence of this. Like, I know sexual harassment is something that happens at every corporation. I know this, but like me personally, I just wouldn't want to be in a space where this kind of behavior is just like acceptable. And we heard it with Insomniac. We heard it with Activision Blizzard. We heard it with... Ubisoft. Uh, Ubisoft is like a big one, and nothing's really been done with that. Mm -hmm. And it's just kind of like I'm sitting here, like, is your it's, love? It's, for too, gaming, it's too common for comfort, dude. It really is. Yeah, is your love for gaming like outweighing like your own mental health when it comes right. to this stuff? And also, like, I just I don't get it because I don't understand how you can just blatantly be sexually harassing people and like get away with it. I don't get it. Like, I know this is something that's happened throughout history. I get that. I understand that. But I'm just saying, like, what kind of mentality do you even have to have to be that vile? And it's like, you know, that kind of energy, you feed off one another. You know what I'm saying? You, he brought butt plugs. Who does that? Like, what? You have Bro, to he brought, has to be wrong with you. You're working at Blizzard with a, with a butt plug briefcase. Like, come on, man. Like, make it make sense. So, um, like I said, all of this is, it's all alleged. It's just accusations. Nothing's been proven. People have been coming uh, How been long was the investigation out. last? It's two years, right? Oh, uh, yeah. It's last over the last few years. People have been okay. coming out, stating their testimonies and everything. You know, all we can really do is wait and see. Oh, look, let's see if you can read the um the Blizzard response. Okay. Uh, all we can really do is wait and see what, um, what Blizzard's going to say, or I'm not saying, what uh, the state of California, what conclusion they're going to reach. Uh, I do want to say myself for any new uh, listeners, uh huh. The court system is one that's pretty interesting. Um, I don't know, like, what, I don't, I'm not sure what kind of case it was, but I was on a case that was dealing with uh, uh, sexual assault, and like, even though there was all this evidence, like physical evidence, uh, there were still people on the jury who were like, "I don't believe he did it," and I'm just like, "Wow, hell." So I don't. It's probably going to be different in this case. Like, there's different kinds of. Um, court systems for this stuff i'm guessing uh but it's just like i'm interested to see where this goes and uh what ends up being the 
conclusion that's reached. So uh, the president came out with this. He said, hey, Blizzard, I personally have a lot of emotions coming out less Really? Akata, I, I personally have a lot of emotions coming out of yesterday, and I know you do too. The allegations in the herd of current and former employees are ex uh, extremely troubling. I know many of you would like to receive more clarity. While I can't comment on the specifics of the case as it's an open investigation, what I can say is that the behavior detailed in the allegations is completely unacceptable. It goes with saying it is completely unacceptable for anyone in the company to face discrimination and harassment. It goes with saying that everyone should feel safe working here, whether we are on campus at BlizzCon or working from home. It goes with saying it takes courage to come forward and all claims brought to the company are investigated by internal and when needed external investigators. We take these claims very seriously. Claims can be made without fear of retaliation. <laughs> and many times I attend to them personally. Now, the reason I laughed is because it's been shown throughout um, some of the testimony that that is not the case. It is not without fear of retaliation. There is retaliation there, but I attend to them personally along with our other leaders. Stepping back, when I talked with Bobby about taking this job, one of the first things I mentioned was a revered saint of the Brack household, Gloria Steinem. When I say I want to punch this guy in the face, I fucking mean it. Not him bringing up a uh, feminist Gloria Steinem talk when he's talking about, like, listen, guys, <laughs> I love women and I love feminism, okay? Trust me, growing up, the value of women as equals, understand the work that had been done for equal treatment and the fact that there was still much to do were common themes. This is just one of the reasons why the fight for equality is incredibly important to me. People with different backgrounds, views, and experiences are essential for Blizzard, our teams, and our player community. I disdain bro culture, and I've spent my career fighting against it. All right, iterating on our culture with the same intensity that we bring to our games is imperative with our values acting as our North Star. This is some of the most important work we do, both as professionals and human beings. A company is more than a legal contract that exists as a piece of paper and a filing cabinet in Delaware. And uh, the people that work at the company make it what it is through their actions and creations. Each of us plays a role in maintaining a place to, uh, of safety for one another. And it is also up to us to continue to craft the Blizzard we want and commit to doing our part in keeping Blizzard great, but always aspiring for more. The leadership team and I will be meeting with many of you to answer questions and discuss how we can move forward. In the meantime, I want you to know that you can talk to any manager, any HR partner, any member, <laughs> any member of the legal team, or to any one of the executive team, including me. If you feel comfortable talking to someone outside of Blizzard or prefer to be anonymous, you can contact the Way to Play Integrity Line. I feel angry, sad, and a host of other emotions, but I also feel grateful to work alongside a set of leaders and thousands of employees who join me in their commitment to continuous improvement. All right, so what do we think about this uh, response, guys? Guys. Whose response was that? The president. <laughs> very corporate. Very yeah. corporate. I just heard the, the lady RT walk out. I just work. heard the lady walk out from typing that up for him. Thanks. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> Like that—that that is a good PR team. Yeah. Well, did, did he talk about the inclusion that Blizzard? I don't know if that was a post. I think they made another statement too. I don't know if that was it. He has a really good PR team. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. Because I mean, the they, fact of the matter is, it—he'd have to be absolutely, completely disconnected from the entire establishment for this to not have come under his nose at some point. Facts. So he can miss me with all of that. The sheer fact that this motherfucker said he handled it himself, I was like, "His absolute." The, he probably like, just started working yesterday. What, like what? <laughs> what <laughs> amount of cap have you thrown? Like, 
Like, damn, your hand must hurt from throwing that much gas. Like, 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 your arm has to be tired. Like, <laughs> to be honest, I think after stuff didn't even reach him. Because he's the president, so he's running he's, the tippy top. That man he's here he some of them. He's getting himself. a whip for something. He's getting no, a whip for something. Like, none of them probably reach him. He's just, that's just PR talk. I'm sure he's just sat up there on his golden throne. Like, is the business making money? Okay, cool. I'll let everyone else handle the rest of the business. Yeah, I mean, I, you can be that tone deaf. You can. I mean, I well, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's the same thing. I think it's like I never want to just blame uh, a president or CEO to know everything that's going on underneath them, because you're not close enough to the the everyday worker for that to actually be a thing. You know, unless something gets to the point where it really gets estranged to a point where it has to go up the chain that high, that's the only time the president, you know, gets involved or something like that. But I'll, then again, he might not have been able to comment on it because, like you said, this has been an investigation that's been going on for a while. And now he could officially come out and, like, talk about it because it's something that's out there now. So, of course, yeah. he's going to of course, he's going to talk in, in, in the words of, you know, this is something that they didn't really know about, because at the time that he found out about it, he probably didn't know about it. But, you know, it kind of falls on deaf ears because it's something that's been going on for a while. All right. Shout out to Sycamore saying the issue I have is influencers and journalists who know that these companies have abused employees and their rights continue to turn a blind eye towards that kind of behavior for free stuff. Sad, sad. Yeah, that's actually a good point. Good point. That's a Great really point. good point. Yeah. Great point. Um, <clears throat> okay. And then Tyler says, my brother works in HR for Google. Yes, mm -hmm. it's true that HR does not work for the employee's well-being. They exist solely to protect the company from getting sued. Yep. That's so the uh, yeah. the ex CEO of Blizzard actually came forward recently. Um, what, what, what was it today? Even no, yesterday he came forward and said, uh, "I've read the full complaint against Activision Blizzard." Go ahead and share this. Yeah, that that, that is it. That is it, Luca. You got it. Uh, I've read the full complaint against Activision Blizzard and many of the other stories. It's been very disturbing, difficult to read. I'm ashamed. It feels like everything I thought I stood for has been washed away. What's worse, but even more important, real people have been harmed and some women have had terrible experiences. I was at Blizzard for 28 years. During that time, blah, 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 I tried to do everything. I tried to make it all important. Okay, I knew that it was not perfect, but clearly we were far from the goal. The fact that so many women were mistreated and were not supported means that we let them down. In addition, we did not succeed in making it feel safe for people to tell their truth. It's no, uh, it is no consolation that other companies have faced similar challenges. I want us to be different, better. Harassment and discrimination exist. They are prevalent in our industry. It is the responsibility of leadership to keep all employees feeling safe, supported, and treated equitably, regardless of gender and background. It's the responsibility of leadership uh -huh. to stamp out toxicity and harassment in any form across all levels of the company. To the Blizzard women who experienced any of these things, I'm extremely sorry that I failed you. So here we go. We have an admit, uh, him admitting guilt. He's saying here. it twice. He basically said the same paragraph twice. You know that, right? Yeah, he said, I realize these are the words, but I just want to acknowledge the women who've had awful experiences. I hear you, I believe you, and I'm sorry. I'm so sorry to have let Third you time, okay. I want to hear your stories if you're willing to share them. As a leader in our industry, I can and will use my influence. <laughs> 30 years too late. It's <laughs> 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 a combat misogyny, discrimination, and harassment wherever I can. I believe we can do better, and I believe the gaming industry can be a place where women and minorities are welcomed. I... I don't believe that personally, but okay. Included, supported, recognized, rewarded, and ultimately unimpeded from the opportunity to make the types of contributions that all of us join this community, I'm sorry, this industry to make. I want 
the mark I leave on this industry to be something that we can all be proud of. First of all, listen, Mike. This is name, Michael. Years? Thirty years. Yeah. <laughs> okay, oh, me, like, okay, I'm gonna say something. It's gonna be controversial. Okay. Go ahead. Crazy. That was Mike uh, Mor Morhaim, and he was the ex CEO of Blizzard. No, all right, I'm gonna mm -hmm. say something controversial. Go ahead. I personally don't understand why anyone would want to be a part of this industry. Especially if you're a person of color, if you're black, if you're a woman, if you're part of the LGBT spectrum. Like I can help with that, why, but go ahead. Why would you want to be a part of a industry that so blatantly hates you and hates everything that you stand for and allows the this kind of harassment to continue to thrive? It's the same with Hollywood, and I understand that. Like and I have music. Same and music. Oh God. And music, it's so <laughs> bad. That, that's a whole other podcast. The entertainment industry, the yeah, entertainment industry in general yeah. is trash when it comes vile. to stuff. It's vile. vile. It's sick, you know. Um, casting couch. Okay. Anyway, so what I'm saying is, mm -hmm. I just don't understand, like, why would you want to be a part of a industry that despises your entire existence? This idea that I want to go through and I want to change it. It's just like, but why would you want to be a part of something so sickening? Like, they hate well. you. You know, and let me get the super chat, then you can go, Ramon. Uh, Glenzer says these higher ups need to apologize at a press conference without notes or a prompter. You spitting right now? That's a fact. I like. I'm sorry. I don't love gaming enough to put myself through that kind of harassment. Sorry. Like, no. I'm sorry. Like, I don't. I. I don't love gaming enough. Hey, Luke, you want to go learn how to skip rocks? Like, Let's go. Shit. I'm just like. I'm just <laughs> saying, like. I. I personally, like, I said it's gonna be controversial, but like, eventually you're gonna get to a point where you're your love towards that gaming or whatever it's going to be uh clouded mm. by the fact that you've been sexually harassed or racially discriminated against well what? well that's the thing well, i want to that... hear, hear ramon yeah go ahead ramon as dramatic as this sounds it's true and that is you don't choose the craft it chooses you and it's it's a hard thing to put into words but it's like just working in Hollywood, the, the film industry, like I have so many friends who are, they're jaded, but they're fighting against being jaded. And they have many more years on it than I do. And some of them are actually very, very well-known actors. And like you, you can't not do the work Un until your, your soul is just completely drained dry. You can't not do the work. And just when you're ready to quit, and just you know what i've i'm done i've had it and some people do but then a break happens and you're back in again and you realize just how much you love it and that's what keeps you going despite all of the shit that you're reading about right now and it's 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 irrational i can't even like rationalize you know on an intellectual level why people go through it there's been plenty of times when I've asked myself, like, man, why am I putting myself through? And I'm not talking about the, uh, you know, this extreme stuff, because that type of ex extreme stuff hasn't happened to me. I've had some experiences, but nothing on the level of what's been talked about here. But it just chooses you and you can't not do it. Like, it's just, it's just in you. And most, a, a lot of actors that I know and authors as well, they're like, the industry is garbage but it's the work, it's the field, it's the craft, it's the part of your soul. And the the crappy part about it is 
all of these execs and all of these these corporate entities know this they know it and they take but it's advantage of it. Through it yeah. and and the thing is is the difficult part is as an artist standing your ground and saying no fuck you you're not going to do that and there's well, a very real so many artists and like there's a reason especially now in this day and age of youtube yeah. people have taken to putting their work out there without a corporation backing them yeah. and that's more that's more prevalent in this day and age you know with the yeah. rise of social media look how the, these big youtubers they're bigger than some of these official professional as you'd like to say ramon uh, corporate entities you know what i'm saying yeah. and it's it's gotten to that point um hold on now um yobi sent me a cash app thanks yobi saying i've been working six days but i'm here in the chat Ooh, get some rest boo Ooh. get that money yeah um listen i love gaming but i don't love gaming enough to put my mental and physical well-being uh in the limelight personally you, you know it's crazy looking like when you sit down and think about like the trials and tribulations all these employees have went through and all the education loop hoops they've been through and no telling what kind of struggles they've been through to get to that point to get past that point to even get this job to just su get subjected to this shit you know what i mean it's just trauma over trauma and it's like it's too common in the gaming space for me i don't know why but it is i've been hearing it seems like every other month you hear about it again Yo, can I say something real quick yes. in response to uh, Sycamore 007? I think you're putting a little bit of extra context on what I was saying. I'm not talking about I'm going to bend over and get penetrated by anybody because my dream is to be an actor. No, that's not. That is absolutely not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is there are struggles that happen what in the, the industry. Yeah, like he, he, I mean, there's some extra, you know, I don't know. Anyway, all I'm saying is people put up with things that they would not normally put up with in a regular job because of the work being a part of them. And then for some people, it goes to the extreme and they still tolerate it. Each individual is very different. I can't speak for everybody, but I can tell you why this type of thing persists. And the worst part about it is even if they were to quit their jobs in the gaming industry, they know they have a whole bunch of students just coming out of college. Waiting. Yep. And Back. they Guppies. can just replace Absolutely them at a drop Guppies. of a hat. It's like, you don't at like it? Drop Leave, of a hat. Like, replace you. Yep. And they, they will, will have right this revolving door constantly. So they don't have to worry about losing people. Exactly. Just a let me, let, me, let me ask you this, though. To add on to your point, then I remember uh, a young gaming journalist had made an article a few years ago talking about how a lot of young gaming developers can't get in. You know what I'm saying? So what do they use them for? They just get coffee and just to harass them and just be gophers, or what's what's really going on? More or less. You know what like, I mean? More or less, a lot of them, a lot of them will get in the industry and they'll they'll get in like ground floor intern. They'll do internships, do pre coding, re right. re up, like a whole bunch of like grunt work bullshit, right? Right, right. And then they'll go into the contractor stream where they just revolve through the industry in different places because. They're contracted for certain spans of time right. and they have to like as a, as a younger developer, it's hard to get into the industry because you you have to get that your uh, years of service, quote unquote, so that you can put that on your resume. Like I worked here, here, I did this, this, mm. Like you have to build up that queue because there's so many people around you and they're 
they're looking for the people that they can put on long term. But mm-hmm. in that stream, they're going to grab all those contractors. And in order for you to get into that, even to that pool, mm-hmm. you have to do all that grunt work and all that bullshit. Like you, you went to school, paid one hundred twenty thousand dollars some shit for your degree. You know, you got you got all these certifications, all that shit, and you're ready. You you like I'm on it. And then you get you get that job at that big company, and that's all you do is get coffee. And then when somebody is doing some color streams or set some shit they don't want to do, and they're like, here, you got this. That it, like they're giving you the shot, but all that's gonna happen is you're gonna do it, and then they're gonna take the credit for the fact that you did it, and then tell you good job. Like, Give you thumbs maybe. up in the email, right. and that's it, huh? right. right? Good yep. job. No, they're not gonna do that shit in the email because that's trackable. They're gonna tell you to your face, good job. Hoping like, you forget. All right. Yeah, because like, you need to have a portfolio before they'll hire you. Because if you can yeah. say I worked, let's say I, I, I said I could say to them, I worked on The Last of Us Two, God of mm-hmm. War. Spider Man and let's say Witcher Three, right? Uh, and then they look at me. I had it say they have a, I'm an artist, right? I'm applying for an animation uh, job. And then they're like, "Well, what animation have you done?" Well, here's my body of work. Okay, cool. We'll employ you. But you have to get the portfolio first, and then you have to gain. So yeah, everything Matt said. Is the way they would gain. Some people gain as like testers, like QA testers. That's another routine. Right. Um, but it's really bad because even if, let's say, 20 people just quit from the studio straight up, like, oh, we're done with this harassment, done. They can find those 20 people the next day. They're like, okay, cool, done. You know, it's fine because there's so many people looking for They're expendable. Yeah. And they're yeah. willing to do a lot to get that position. Yeah, so there's so, yeah. there so many headhunters out there that are specifically looking for these jobs, and they they got a whole bunch of people on speed dial. As soon as one person drops, they pick up that, that whoever's next in line, and they're gonna call you once you don't answer. They move on to whoever's next on their list. So yep. Somebody's gonna say yes, like because, yep. like I said, in order to get in the industry, in order to to be yeah, sustainable, you have right, you have to get that on your resume. I worked on this, this. I worked here, 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 here. And that, that is sadly how the gaming industry works, especially like in the corporate world, it's a little like that. But in the gaming industry, especially your credentials are what um, sets you on the path of permanence. And you you either build it up by yourself and show, you know, you work at an indie company and y'all make this game and y'all put out X amount of games. So you're, you, you can you prove that you can code, that you are, you know, gritty. But then you still need that. I worked at this company. I worked at this company, and um, I did this, this, and this. I made this game, this game, and this game. Mm-hmm. Here it was like, you know, all those little credentials that build up until you have your portfolio, and that's how the, the gaming industry works. Because there's so many people out there, there's so many, de- you know, at-home developers. Like because they have the capability of being mobile. Because a lot of streamers just like even within the studio is compartmentalized. So mm-hmm. that, especially in the, the times we are in now, makes it even easier to compartmentalize things. They take longer to make because you're not able to just walk down and hand somebody, you know, a job or everybody's not able to go on the same star stream or whatever. Like that, but even the way things are set up now, 
you have to build up that portfolio even larger in order to be in that small pool of the people they're picking from for very specific things for very specific times. Like you're mm-hmm. going to work at Activision for, you know, on this COD game for three months, you're going to do this and this, and then we're, you're not going to work here anymore. Like that's already set up in the contracts. So that's why when people are like, yeah, this, I used to work here and now I'm leaving and it's been great. That shit happens literally every day, every fucking day, because it's very specific reasons that they're working there. And that makes it even uh, makes it I can put my tenfold on. Thanks, Meta. But like that makes it even more the reason you can start like if they have any allegations. Hey, they had a sour discharge. We didn't get on good terms, blah, blah, blah. They can start making shit up. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's go ahead. That's that's why they could. They, they could just be sat comfortable because they know they'll have a regular list of employees. So they can't ever right. be threatened by, fine, all of us are going to leave. They'll be like, okay, cool, we'll get some more people. That's fine, there's plenty of people. So you, they, they never have the threat of losing right. too many employees. Right. And the, so, the fact that, go ahead. Oh, no, go on, go on, Mas. The The fact that the these issues are so prevalent in multiple places within the industry in various like like levels, um, when you are the whistleblower, the the people that are new to the industry, that are young in the industry, that have you know some don't don't have the the clout to pull um, funding for a new studio and all that stuff, but they they've been jumping from company to company and experiencing little tidbits of this all over the place. The reason they don't speak up is one, they haven't been there long enough to feel the brunt of everything because they were on a contract. So right before it, it would have fully kicked in, they no longer worked at that place. So now they're at this new place getting used to the new culture and are like, oh, well, you know, there's, there's the transitional points where every time something moves, they're like, oh, this I guess this is different. It's different here for X, Y, and Z. And they move so often that it doesn't become a set thing for this is what's happening to me. And the other part is they don't want to be on that short, you know, the even shorter list of people who nobody's going to call. Like, because th- that's, that's the ultimate thing is people want to pay their bills. That's why people don't do the whistleblower, don't speak out because they, they have that fear. And they shouldn't because that's the, the, in order to change the culture of the industry as a whole, Every every little thing that happens needs to be talked about in order for it to, uh, you know, culminate into an actual right. action. Right. Yeah, and like I said, um, I don't know, man. There's just there's just something about it. A shout out to Lady Foxfire saying, "I love that you're talking about this," and I agree with you, Luca, 100. I've heard other spooky opinions on podcasts and on Twitter. Res- hashtag respect each other. Yeah. Um, shout out to Foxy. Yeah, my thing is, like, there's just, like, okay, like I said, I've been sexually harassed before, and every time it happens, I just wish it wasn't happening, right? Like, it's kind of like I collapse into myself, and it's like I'm watching the situation outside of my body, right? And I'm just kind of like, what, why is this happening to me? Like, why, why me? Why does this have to be a case where this is happening? And once again, uh, it's mostly happened online, you know, um, and it's always just kind of like something I've unfortunately accepted the fact that I'm just going to have to deal with it because I'm a woman 
and I'm outspoken, all right? I just have to deal with it and it sucks. And of course I'm gonna speak out about it and I'm gonna call that person out to their face and be like, what are you doing? But it's just kind of like, like, let me tell you, oh God, I'm never gonna fuck. This happened three years ago, okay? Four years ago, four years ago. This guy was in my DMs and he was like hitting on me, whatever, right? And I was just like, like, okay, listen, um, I'm not interested, blah, 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 whatever, right? And he was just like, can you please not tell my wife that I was hitting on you? First of all, is your wife on Twitter? That's the first question I have. Man. Second of all, I was just like, okay. Then he started talking about, he was like, I'm just like, you know, um, what did he say? Like things with my wife, like he's like things with my wife aren't going well. Um, you know, I have a subscription to Pornhub to take the edge off and I've been using it every other day. And I was just like, this is not fucking happening, right? Then he continued after that when I didn't respond. He started posting pictures of his kid and he was like, oh, here's me with my kid. After that particular DM, eventually I was just like, dude, I'm blocking you. Like, what is, I was like, what is wrong with you? Like, why would you do something like that? Blocked. I had these other guys uh, talking about me. And this is like, you know, MKI earlier was like talking about Fratanga, talking about people. And I was just like, man, don't bring that over here. Keep it over there. I understand that you want to bring it to their attention, but keep it over there. There was, there were people, there was somebody who once, I have screenshots of all of this, by the way. There was one, someone who once said, we just, we just talk about me and women in general in a vile sort of way. And he was like, Luca looks like her bussy smells like rat blood. Do you remember that all day? I don't know if he's here. What the hell? Yeah. They said that your bussy looks smells like uh, rat blood. I was like, yeah, blockity block block. Someone else created an account and they said in the description that their location is inside of Luca's asshole. All right. So I have dealt with people being fucking freaks towards me in this disgusting community since I've joined. Okay. And it's unfortunate and it sucks, but I understand that it's just something I have to contend with because I am here and this is just how people behave. Some people, it's not, it's not always, it's not everyone, but some. All right. So Rex man, Listen, man, you are entirely too old for me. So let's relax, okay? Just going to put that out there. Thanks for the compliment, though. <laughs> but I'm not going to read that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, and, they're, yeah, they're not kids. Like, they're just people who've said, like, and this is the stuff I just, I've never brought it up to any of you. I've never outed these people. I've just been like, I'm just going to go ahead and pretend it didn't fucking happen. I, t I tell my friends, Avi, and like I show them screenshots, but it's like for everyone else, I just try not to draw attention to it when it's happening in the moment because I just, I don't want to talk about it, you know? So it sucks. And then it's like, take for instance, like I just, I believe it because I fucking see it, you know? I believe it because I fucking see it in the sense that this kind of harassment happens to some women in the gaming space, I've seen people say vile stuff about Alana and Naomi Kyle and like to them, like adding them or whatever, right? I've seen people say gross stuff to that girl Mocha who is very cool, a shout out to her. Uh, she's always been very nice to me. <laughs> Thank you, queen. Um, and people have said vile things to me and it's just like, man, okay. You know, it, it's just, it is what it is. And you know, it, it doesn't just happen to women. I've, like I said, that one guy um, was being sexually harassed at Blizzard, so. 
it's uh i don't know man but like i said there's just something i don't know something's missing man mentally what what, what do you guys <laughs> the piano's quiet what do you say after hearing that i don't know like what do you guys think about all this i mean it's it's some like oh just my the, god the level stop of ryan stop all right see look at this i'm being sexually harassed as, <laughs> as i speak right here by family members right here <laughs> Thank you for the super chat, uh, Sir X Man and Ryan. Both of you are getting blocked. Okay. <laughs> Look at this. This is this is what I'm see, and this is why I'm over here talking about a serious situation where I dealt with something that was uh, gross. And here, here I get I get these comments. It's like I can't escape. So what are we thinking, boys? I don't know. It's like I pers I find it personally enraging, and you know I just. Is the population of sociopaths this large? Well, they're not sociopaths. They're just people who have different moral scopes, I guess. Different, like, like, and when it comes to emotional maturity and, like, um, I guess, reading situations properly, that kind of stuff. Yeah, actually, that is true. And, I mean, I think also a lot... See, the thing about this is the, a lot of times the way people the way they react to it you know because there's been times like back when i used to wait tables like when i my first job waiting tables i was like freaking like i don't know 19 or 20 or something like that mm -hmm. and you know everybody's all joking and everything and i was joking with this one girl and i noticed she kind of like <laughs> you know and then she kind of got this uncomfortable look and i was like you know i stopped and then later on i kind of pulled her aside i was like hey are we cool? Did I say something? And she was like, well, yeah, when you said, you know, yada, yada, it made me feel uncomfortable. And I remember the feeling that gave me, it like sent this chill through my entire body. And I like, it was like, holy crap, I'm so sorry. You know, and it's like, like, I just wonder, and the reason why I said sociopath is because it's like any normal person, I think would feel that, you know, it's one thing to make a mistake, and not think something about it. But then when someone tells you how you made them feel and then to not feel anything, that's the thing. That's the thing that just gets me. Like, are there that many people who are like this, that like, I don't know. It's just, the thing of it is, is that they don't realize that they've done something wrong. You know, but that's what I'm saying. When you tell like, I, don't know, no, yeah. I mean, a lot of times you can read, well, that's, you can read how somebody reacts without them having to tell you. Well, no, that's, that's the, yeah, you should be able to, but that's the problem. Be. Most people, a lot of people just allow things to keep happening. And then the one thing that always happens from that is you're 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 basically taking it in a stride, but what about the next person and then the next person after that? If you if a person is used to just being and saying and doing certain things and nobody basically comes to them and checks them on it. They don't think they're doing anything wrong because nobody actually said anything to them. It really just comes down. That's why I always tell people like, hey, if there's a problem, if, if I said something to you or someone says something to you, you know, if you're comfortable, make it be known or go to somebody that can basically be there to actually uh, mediate that when you're having that conversation. Because as long as you allow that conversation, I mean, those things to keep happening, that person, you can't assume that that person knows what they're doing. 
Yeah, knows. okay, and then let me make it clear. Sir X-Man, uh, your comment was inappropriate for the situation that, we're, oh. that I'm discussing. And Ryan, your comment was also inappropriate for the situation I'm discussing, especially since I was talking about being sexually harassed. Therefore, you providing the, that commentary was not appropriate for the situation. Uh, did I, am I uncomfortable? No, because I'm just used to this kind of behavior from people. So, but yeah. like I'm letting you know for future reference and for, I guess, any other women that you guys may talk to, they may not be as um, blatant lenient. and uh, yeah, lenient with their responses mm -hmm. as I am. So, yeah, it, that's what it mostly just comes down to. Just the more we don't talk about it, the more it happens. Yeah, no worry. There's no blocks. Just I'm just letting you know. That I don't like. Please people. don't block me, please. You know, you just have to like. Just and, be and more careful. Is, That's all. Is that like you know, women are scared to speak up, and I, not you know, not even just women, people in general. Because that guy spoke. He said, uh, "What is this my phone? Whose phone is that?" Okay, um, people are afraid to speak up because the situation is so like jarring you know because they, right. just don't, they don't expect it to happen i'm at this point where i just expect this to happen to me but like when it happens like the first couple of times it's like really like whoa what the fuck dude hey look a lot of times i've, I've talked to people that this happened to before right like a lot of bad stuff happened at work to a lot of different people that i know and if they talk about it they it's, it's crazy to me I, no matter what age bracket they're in they always feel like their job's in jeopardy for coming out and saying yeah something. Yeah. And that's like the common outlier I always here. You know, I'm not like, man, if you don't say something, it's bad. Like, you need to say yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. Let me yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Boy, Tony Esquire was good, brother, saying, I'm a never, wait, I'm never a simp and call crap on everything. Uh, male nannies and nurses get hated on all the time. That's true. Uh, women have rights now. Uh, now it's about world supremacy. Hey, what's up? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Hey, 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 Ramon, did you give him the raises? Hey, are you okay with me reading your comment out loud, the Raven Flow? Just let me know. Um, so yeah, don't drag me into his comment. I'm already formulating my apology on, for, on Twitter for Homeboy of Kotaku. <laughs> okay, but we can all move on from this uh, deep, serious conversation. Yeah. Um, but once again, like, you know, as the only girl in this panel <laughs> ever, you know, in this male dominated field that I exist in. <laughs> Listen, we, we, we just got a big conversation about great value humans. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so let's see here. I'm just saying, um, it, speak no, what, up, speak up and speak out because that, yeah. that's the only way things are yeah. actually going to change. Yeah, exactly. and, that, and that's and that's the thing um, I wanted to say because Sycamore said something. He was like, you're wrong, nautical. Some people take advantage of others ment uh, mentally, so they think it's okay to try to shit on other women. That's absolutely true, but it still doesn't change the fact that a lot of people don't speak out and they base it's it's like they turn a blind eye and it kind of hurts the next person that's in line that that happens to. So yes, even knowing a lot of people do do it just because they know they can get away with it and they want to mess with somebody mentally, it still happens way too much where people don't speak out about the things that's going on with them. I remember just a quick story. I remember hearing Wait, this one hold story. Hold on, hold on, Ade. Let me just get the rainflow comments. He no. said, uh, "It's not it's not always a situation with confrontation." Um, I didn't speak up because it was a superior and I really needed the job. Luckily, he stopped. So, 
Sir Xman said, lesson learned, I'll stop giving women compliments. So what you're doing here is like you're twisting the situation. It's not what's said, it's when it's said. So you can compliment women if they feel comfortable with that. But if you compliment a woman while she's talking about like being sexually harassed, that's yeah. actually like not a good time to compliment a woman on her appearance uh, because it's kind of taking away from the situation as a whole. Uh, it's yeah. bad timing, bro. It's just and bad you, timing. So yeah, and so and sometimes you just gotta kind of take what just like you said, read the room and stuff. But for most part, people when you're at work, especially in a work environment, yeah, you kind of gotta watch what you do all the time because you're you're one little you're just one argument or one statement away from something happening that maybe didn't happen or was taken out of context and guess what that's just something you don't want to be that could be detrimental to your livelihood yeah that literally could be it, yeah. it could be just you 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 could just reach out to somebody like like luca just said you know you could be yeah. she could have just shared everything that she just said and you could be at work and she and then you say well you know what no nah, man you're you're beautiful this and that blah 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 but then to her well, she's like be yo talking about that stuff if you're at work Unless well, people do it, but that's the thing. People do it, but that's yeah. the thing. People do it all the time, and that's where that stuff stems from. And until people stop doing stuff like that, you're always going to have these issues. But I'm not going to lie to every workplace I've been in, somebody's always got some fucking going on. I don't care. Always. So yeah. I think that even sets a tone for yep. a lot of stuff that precedes it too, as well. I yes, know. I does. just feel like I just like personally speaking, I just don't understand like. I don't know, maybe I'm just a little bit more self-aware than other people. It took me a couple of years to learn that there's just certain behavior that's not going to be tolerated or okay. And I learned how to talk to people. I used to be a weirdo, um, and I'm still weird, but I know how to show it now. A shout-out to uh, Bito Cloudo with Super Chat saying, weirdos are everywhere when it comes to the internet, and these keyboard warriors <laughs> will not never stop because they feel safe behind their computer. Did you feel safe? You talked about me having cheeks, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, he, 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 he thought he was immune because he's part of the family. He really oh, thought man. he was immune because he's a family member. That's wild. No, I was listening to the story. Go ahead, Ramon. Oh, sorry. No, I'll make it quick. No, I, when it's a tense situation like that, a lot of times people want to inject a little bit of levity, but you know, you just kind of just again, read the, the room. Goes back to read reading the room. The room. Exactly. You, know? you got to read the room, right? Uh, but yeah, like it's probably just because I'm very um, jokey most of the time. So, but when it comes no. to serious situations, I am being serious. Go ahead. No, I was just saying that uh, I was reading this other story not too long ago. <laughs> I guess um, it's not funny, but I just hate this guy. Not you laughing. <laughs> but no, he, he's definitely he's definitely a coward. You know what I'm saying? Okay. He's definitely a lower lower being. Okay. Um, Steven Seagal, right? He uh. Definitely a lower being. Oh my yeah. god, the stories I, I've heard. Uh, listen, go ahead. Listen, go ahead. Go ahead. listen, this this, this, this tight eye fuck, right? He you gotta understand. Like Steven's got sick. You know what I'm saying? Like he's never been well, right? Bruh. Oh my listen, god. Listen, they said this one actress, right? She got had an audition for one of his movies, right? Her agent sent her to Steven Seagal. He she walked in, his pants were unzipped. Oh, ow. And uh, he's like, you know, he started making, you know, trying to, you know, subjecting her to whatever. And she's like, no, I don't get down like that. She ran out. She was crying. She's like, I've been so traumatized, blah, blah, blah. Then when she talked, she called her agent back. It's crying to her hysterically, telling her what happened, right? Agent says, well, I didn't know if he was your type or not. Oh man, that's so. I said, my head must have did an exorcism 360. I said, what in the fuck? 
Your agent set you up for the back door. Man. Like imagine how many times that happens over and over and oh. over again. I'm I'm going I'm going I'm going to step away from Steven Seagal because I'm not going to name anybody. I've heard stories. I've heard no, we, stories. We know the stories but I'm about just going. Oh, like I'm trying to get a job, guys. <laughs> you don't want well, one to I'm, be not to, I'm not trying to get a job with him. Okay. I'm not, but no, there's there's the, another actor. The whole movie. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you so much. Hey, what's, he don't know if he's black, white, Indian, Mexican, Puerto Rican. <laughs> fucking coward. Man. There's this there's this one actor he, he, like top of the food chain you've seen tons of his movies and like I I have several female friends that are just like yeah don't go into a trailer with him you know and it's not not sexual assault but you'll just be propositioned sketchy. yeah it's just sketchy you'll be propositioned you know things such as I'll make you a, I'll make you a star just like that what, what, like, what do you want? What is it that you want? You know, and, and just just some of the freaking gross, vile shit. And then there's, there's, a, uh, a, there's a phrase on set up here. I don't know about down the States, but up here in Vancouver. <laughs> if you say cup the balls, everyone knows what you're talking about. Because it, there was an instance, let's just say there was an instance where homeboy's mic was still on and he didn't. Oh, oh he had a hot bike? And, wow. and they're in the trailer. Yeah, oh, cup the balls. Oh, cup, cup, cup the balls. Cup the balls. Wow. Oh. <laughs> so uh, anytime you say that around on set, people know what you're talking oh, about and you, know, you get around to snickering and everything. So, man. Yeah. You probably, probably heard a whole bunch of stuff. Dude, wow. it's, 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 it's nasty. I believe man. it, bro. It's, it's, it's Cut the balls. <laughs> People nasty. guessing in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> you will never know. But uh, yeah, let's. Uh, he was playing sports. Listen, it's a it's a serious topic, and um, you know, hopefully, as we all grow older, we uh, you you you're never too old to learn, I guess. Um, but my thing oh, is, it's just I, like, I wish I, I was just, there to I, see Dave Chappelle turn down that dress, though. I just yeah. wouldn't want to make anybody uncomfortable, you know, me personally. But That's what maybe it's just like I just maybe I've just had a different experience because I am a girl. So, all right, let me go ahead and get my channel member questions, topics. Actually, not a lot this week. I was shocked. Maybe they were like, boy, maybe they're like, I'm sick and tired of y'all doing these damn topics and taking eight years to answer one. Okay, I thought I was giving you guys what you wanted, but all right. So, shout out to Envy Dub with the first topic saying, "Who would win, Bakugo versus Rexplode?" Um, it goes without saying that I think Bakugo would win. Uh, Rexplode, like, they're both assholes. But Bakugo has had this character development. I don't know if Rex has. You know? I don't know, because I've only seen the show. I haven't read the comic. But I would definitely go with Bakugo. He's also, like, I think he's smarter than Rex. I'm just going to put that out there. I don't actually know. But he's definitely smart, right? He's, like, what, is he number one in the class? Where is he? Mm -hmm. I think he's one in Todoroki's three, right? Something like that all day? Yep, yep, yep. So. But yeah, I say Bakugo for sure. Yeah, it's definitely Bakugo. Oh, you want to become a member of the channel? Okay, all you got to do is hit that little join button. Look, 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 look at her, look at her. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, she I definitely. got the door crack. Hey, you want to come in? Come on, come in. Mm -hmm. All right, so shout out to Bunty saying, why these gaming companies cannot stop making remakes and start making new games in the same franchise? I'm assuming he's talking about Dead Space. Uh the guys making Dead Space are working on this game called the Callisto Protocol. 
I would rather play that game than like a Dead Space 4 from EA because they don't have the same people there. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm okay with them doing a remake, especially it's like, take for instance Mass Effect. If they had just done a, a remake <laughs> of Mass Effect, well, hold on. If they had just done a remake of Mass Effect 1 instead of mass doing Mass Effect Andromeda, do you know how much happier I would be as like a human, as Bro, a person? If they do a remake of Legacy of Kane, like I don't even know, I'd lose my mind. Mm. So, yeah, the join so button's like right next to the... um. Analytics. He's probably, he's probably on like mobile. On. If, he's on, if he's on mobile, he has to go into the description to get it. Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, yeah. You got to go to the description, as he said. Guys, hit the like button, please, or, you know, whichever. Um, if you're on mobile, especially iPhone, I think, yeah, I think you got to do description. Um, okay. Yeah, I personally, listen, I will take a remake of a good game over a new game Any day. that will probably end up being bad, dude. Yeah, yeah. At least I know I like the, the game that they're remaking. Yeah. Um, facts speak on it. So the Sly Crow asks, exactly. what is one company or business that you would boycott and will continue to boycott forever? Um, I've never boycotted like any company because I think we might this year though. Because yes, <laughs> boycotting really would imply though. that you're you were going to buy their product in the first place, you know what I mean? And yeah. like there's like I guess Bethesda, but boycotting but for, like I'm boycotting until I can see they can make a good fucking game without it being a broken mess, you know? But boycotting forever, I can't think of any company I would be I, boycotting I do have a question forever. for y'all, though, about that. Like, say if we want, say, say if all day wanted to boycott Blizzard right now, right? Mm-hmm. So, do I have to boycott Call of Duty 2? Yes. Because they weren't, originally they weren't part of Blizzard, right? That whole entity is a different, that's Activision. That wasn't even, they merged, what, in 2011? Well, well they... But it's consolidated uh, to one company now, right? I think they just put the moniker. I think it was always Activision Blizzard. They just never called it that. They they just changed the name. No, they were they were separate. They were and separate. They, yeah, they were separate. So all day's not actually boycotting. That's good. <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> I just want to know. I want my want y'all to help me. Yeah, They're but how much of this now, stuff? So, but how much of this stuff yeah. has happened? How much of this stuff has happened since the merger, though? Right, that's the, that's the part. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. That I part, mean, because yeah. because if I if I remember correctly, if we go back, a lot of this stuff was stemming from the acquisition after Activision um, pretty much took over, and then that's when you started seeing all of the. That's when the mass firing and layoffs happened right. and everything. So, who who who's 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 to say that this isn't a stem of that? Yeah, you know, you're right. Damn, I will say. Oh well, this. Battlefield coming out this year anyway. We good. <laughs> Okay, you go trade trade one dude, one for the other, huh? You're so fucking shaky, dude. I <laughs> earlier today I, I I get a ring 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 get a call from my bestie all day. He's like, hey bitch. I'm like, hey bitch. And then he was like, I'm boycotting uh, Activision Blizzard. I was like, oh okay. And then now he's saying this, like, just never believe anything that comes out of this man's mouth. <laughs> I was just saying, I was. <laughs> I'm just trying to get the the details, man. That's all. My the, the question is like boycotting it basically just comes down to saying like I would I don't really boycott stuff just because it really has nothing to do with the entire company itself. I mean, yeah, it, it stems from the top, but if it's something that you enjoy, those developers and stuff, especially like Call of Duty, if you enjoy those games. You know, you still want to support those people that make those games. Unfortunately, you're still supporting the people that are in the top of it, but you, you're picking the best of two evils. I'd rather the people that work on those games get shine for the games that they put out 
versus just not doing something at all unless it's like unless it's something morally against you when it comes to like they did something directly to you then right. i mean i'm still gonna kind of support I mean, my like, I, honestly I, I can't even imagine boycotting anything well here's <clears throat> here's the thing though i mean if it, it really sucks because if you enjoy any kind of perk of modern society you there's a negative to all of it exactly i mean you know this house that i'm sitting in right now who knows like who made the materials you know the the materials that went into a lot of the items that i bought you know i mean you try to do your best and you try to be the best human that you can be and right. not directly support something that's evil or awful but you know and i don't know maybe what i'm saying is a cop out you know what i mean maybe i should just live off the grid but it's like you know, if you have any kind of first world country perk, it's probably I, coming off the back of somebody. Yeah, who, I mean, like literally, though. So. That's a fact. I always you know? thought it was just hard to do stuff like that. Now, if it's like based on an individual, then yeah, you could just like, you yeah. know, the whole, um, I forget his name because it's been so long since I've seen him in anything. Um, from um house of cards ever since that's oh, kevin spacey yeah kevin oh, yeah, spacey yeah, ever yeah, since yeah. that happened it's like i i don't support anything that kevin spacey's been in i haven't watched anything i stopped watching yeah. i didn't even watch the last season of house of cards that motherfucker that. to space you, yeah, yeah, crazy yeah exactly. like, um for me i was re-watching house of cards and i was just like it was just at the back of my mind but i did look at the motherfucker the same you can look at yeah, yeah, I, mean, I, I, I definitely took a little bit of a hi hiatus from house of cards after that all that yeah, after all especially that. when he did that fucking video Oh, oh, that was, oh, oh that was so when Lucas so sent that shit to me. Me, I, I, I was throwing up. Yeah. I was like, Man, I'm just sick. I'm so just like, thinking, yeah, what go are ahead. other situations like, oh, shout out to Sycamore becoming a member of the channel. Shout out to Sycamore, yes. Sycamore. what's good, Scumland? Yeah. Okay, Legionnaire, baby. Okay, anyway, um, like take for instance a Chick Chick fil A, Chick fil A, yeah. Chick yeah. What, what is it called? Chick fil A, Chick fil A. Chick -fil -A. Okay. I, I call it Chick fil A. Um, <laughs> trying to fill us some tricks? Oh, what the I, fuck? I, I, <laughs> I need to get some more alcohol in me. But I personally have like eaten the Chick Fil A like twice, okay. and like I remember when all that information came out about the CEO or something or owner or something being homophobic, and like for well, I mean I don't eat a Chick Fil A anyway, so it's just kind of like okay, but right. like. You know, like it's well, something. You it out, so you know. Well, it's something I always just think about, like whenever I pass one, because they didn't, like, they didn't come to my area until I was like an adult. You know, so it's like I didn't grow up eating Chick Fil A. You know, but like whenever I see one, I can't help but think about like that homophobic owner right. or whatever, right? Right. And so, like for me, I just can't really, like, I can't imagine boycotting anything because, like, every. Yeah company is well, I, I tell you what though I'm boycotting McDonald's because I clearly ordered a sandwich with no gherkins and they put gherkins on it okay what's the what's the gherkin or gherkin or gherkin they put a dick on your hamburger what do you Sycamore upgraded to a scum lord. Okay, King. Love hey. you. Yes. All right, I'm sorry. Go ahead, uh, uh singer. Yeah, so, you know, I'm pickle. I'm pickle. It's called Gherkin over here. But y'all speak English, right? Yeah, it's called Gherkin. It's an actual thing. Google it. What is Gherkin? Gherkin. 
A pickle. A pickle. Oh, a pickle. <laughs> I thought that dance died in a 2011, bro. I don't know. He said jerking. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, yeah. No, so it's like, like I said, I can't imagine boycotting anything because everything has like a story, and that story is probably awful. You know. So it's like difficult for me to even like go about doing something like that. I guess you can see. Can I ask you, know? you a question, everybody? Real quick, just real quick, real quick, real quick. Is McDonald's good or just consistent? No, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. Is it just consistent though? No, it's no. Cons- it's consistently <laughs> disgusting. Okay, I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't eat at McDonald's. It's gross. also a good fries thing. Are fire. Fries are fire. Yeah, the fries are fire, but yeah, I don't. <laughs> it makes it makes me sick. Like literally, it makes me fucking sick. A uh, shout out to Sir X Man. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get you um singer, but saying P.S. The new He Man on Netflix is good. I've been hearing like mixed reviews from people like that. The, the, hey, yeah, hey so my, 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 my best thing. I didn't mean to disrespect your culture, man. That's <laughs> fucked up. Tyler, I just, that's right, Tyler. I, I, I just thought, hey, 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 Tyler, call, call me out. Thank you, out. Tyler. Thank yes. you, thank you, thank you. All right, go ahead, singer. But it was funny, though. All right. So a gherkin is small green fruit of a plant related to the cucumber used for pickling. So, so it's an actual vegetable. Yes. Yeah. Oh <laughs> shit! I, well, man, I'm getting a new wrinkle in my brain today. Said, when he said it, in the context he said it, it was a pickle. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm what like. Okay. I was like, y'all, y'all was like, so it's like a cousin of a pickle, right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's, 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 it's the same family. I thought it was. I thought it's it was slang. I thought it was okay. slang. Like you know how you say like. That's what, what I thought it was. Yeah, yeah no, I thought no. it was slang. I thought about putting beans on the hamburger. I'm sorry, see. Hold on, guys. I looked it up. Okay, so this is what it is: a pickled cucumber. A jerkin. Okay, a it's a fucking a pickle, singer. It ain't nothing different. Wait, okay. No, when this podcast goes live, I'm gonna clip that part and it's going up. That's fine because we have pickles and then we have gherkins. Okay, can you guys hear this? Gherkin. Did you guys hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, it's gherkin. All right. So, so you have gherkins and pickles. Okay. Yeah. Two. They're two. How are they different? Uh, where are they from? More yeah, basically. Uh, <laughs> so just because I planted a seed in a, a completely different country, it's called something different. Yeah, basically. Can you guys like leave Singer alone, please? Well, that stuff. I find say. it very right. interesting. I don't eat pickles anyway, so. Okay, so anyway, we'll just move on. Um, all right, let's see here. Damn, how do how do you know? I just want to say real quick, I'm I'm happy Singer is here because I always learn something from a different place. Yeah, it's it's all good. And I also apologize by laughing about the gherkin thing. I thought it was slang. Man, don't apologize to that motherfucker. I was like, what the hell is a gherkin? I don't know. Like they said the same thing to me when I was in England. It was funny. It's funny now. Right, the jerk list I'm, I'm just practicing my apology for the Kotaku dude. Don't shout mind. Out to, shout out to Chris Jones saying the jerk uh, the jerk lives forever all day. I don't know, man. You might have to do a video. You might have to do a, a periscope or something when you apologize. Periscope. To that dude. Okay. Uh, sh- so okay. So that. says Microsoft possibly following the DualSense controller and how good slash bad do you think it would be? Um, I mean. It might be better. <clears throat> I don't know because, like, something I like about Microsoft is that I can just take my controllers to any console. You know. Uh, that being said, like, it would be cool if they had their own version of a DualSense. Um, I don't know. I mean, what what do you? I I, I don't. I think it would be good. They could iterate on it. So I don't want it to be the standard, though. Uh, they, if they want to make it an option, like say like an alternative I, option. Yeah, exactly. Family. 
Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If they want to yeah. say the, the Series 3 version of the controller has it and it's part of that option, then they yeah. make it part of Elite. Yeah, yeah if they do elite. something like I just feel like because even with the DualSense, it's a great controller, but the type of games I play, I would never truly take advantage of that feature. Now, if they want to add it as something that you can inherently get if you want and you're not stuck with it, then great. Which is what I think they're going to end up doing. Okay. That's, that's a good take. All right. So let's go to the next one. Hopefully it's good, whatever they plan on doing. And yeah. then my boy, John John the Don saying, John, John. okay, we're going to do the bottom one first. He said, do you think more gamers use Wi-Fi or connect via Ethernet? Uh, Ethernet. <laughs> Ethernet. <how> <laughs> And how long will it take the world's internet infrastructure to be well-developed where every household has solid up and download speeds? This is where I wish Loma was here so he could, like, talk about this because he loves talking about, like, this stuff for some reason. Um, I'm sure there's, like, a chart somewhere that lets people know if they have, like, who, like, what areas has more Wi-Fi. I think we have the worst, right? America has the worst internet. We have the worst internet infrastructure in the world, so. Except Yonder, so... Yeah, uh, I don't Who, know. Who'd be the, the best? India? I don't know. Uh, I would imagine start. South Korea or Japan. Yeah, because yeah. I know their technology over there is growing rapidly. So, All I know is I was, when I moved into the new house, I literally had my modem sitting right next to my new console. And for some strange reason, I was on Wi-Fi. And not until two months after I lived here and I saw those dog crap internet speeds of downloading stuff, I was like, why am I doing this? And then I plugged the ethernet cable in. But I don't know what happened over those first two months. So I, if I was able to do it for two months, there's a lot of people out there just on Wi-Fi just to be on Wi-Fi. Yeah, I mean, look, I mean, Wi-Fi 6 with the mesh and all that, it's faster, it's good. Don't get me wrong, but I mean, I would always prefer a hardwire connection. Well, there's you know? a huge difference between mesh and being wired Well, yeah, in, that's though. what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I mean, you it can have fast Wi-Fi, like, trust me. It all depends on your the, the layout of each individual's house. Or yeah, your house. When I, when, when I was younger, I was so far away from the damn modem that I didn't have any other choice. Well, outside mm. of the fact that there was no such thing as Wi-Fi when I was young. But, like, w- once we got into the Wi-Fi age, like, the farther you are, y- you might as well not even play. So mm-hmm. I had to just set up everything directly next to it. When I got, as I got older, I always put my internet in any house or anything I place I've been in, wherever the hell my main game and setup is going to be. That's so a fact. Like that that's in. a fact. Like, <laughs> now See, that I have the option, I'm like, put that shit right there. Because that's where hey, I'm going to play. I don't give a damn about nothing else happening in the house. Hey, Mass, tell these youngsters about how hey, the Xbox Live when the original console was out. Like, if your Ethernet cord was longer than five feet, it was a wrap. It was a wrap. It was a wrap. 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 Not even play that shit. Bro, listen, <laughs> my, hey, listen, y'all, bro, my, you know, my mom had the computer in the living room, right? So I had, bro, I had, I had to end rig it real quick, right? Like, I had the Xbox, like, cocktails deuce to the side on top of a bookshelf, and I had. <laughs> like uh, something else propping it up so the internet can reach, bro. It was crazy dead, just to play online. Dead ass, right? My my room was right above our living room. I I put the the um modem up in the corner. I taped that shit to the wall, and oh, I ran the cord outside through the window <laughs> up to my window. That was the shortest route. Oh my god! Bro. It was rough. <laughs> 
No, I remember. Yeah, I remember when we did the same thing. My aunt was like, "Oh, well, I want to have the um the modem upstairs," and you know, I, I was like, "Okay, that ain't happening." So I, <laughs> I, I was like, looking so around. Who gonna buy that router? Well, because this is why I was living with her when I was younger. So I, uh-huh. I was like, she was like, "Yeah, they was coming to install the internet," and you know, she wanted to have the modem upstairs, or she just wanted the internet upstairs. And I was like, "Okay, so you want the modem upstairs?" She said, "Yeah." I was like, "Oh, that, I'm telling myself that ain't gonna happen." So I literally <laughs> went to the store, had them install that junk in my game room where it was in my room downstairs, and I was like, "Okay, what's the longest?" Ethernet cable I could get without signal degradation and ran that thing. I drilled a hole through the floor. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, look, you got an Ethernet cable. Here you go. Right. Yeah, you was determined, huh? Oh, yeah, dude. I, You're no, not listen. taking that modem out of here. No, nah, man, no. Nah. Because all you wanted for is you just wanted for AOL. Right. <laughs> I, I need it for I need it for gaming. Man, you know how much weed we used to break down on them discs? Oh, oh man. man. Those days, man. Those the days. It was. Yeah, my internet is set up like this. So I have an Ethernet cable, right? And my shit is so fucking far away. I'm upstairs. It's downstairs. So my Ethernet cable, my grandparents were side-eyeing the hell out of me. I put, like, the little, like, um, hangers, like, the little, what are those little hooks? Called? You got little hooks on your ceiling? So I got, like, some hooks on the walls just... And then, like, I had to make sure, like, because I have a like a, a <laughs> you like walk a, and look up. sort of like <laughs> a winding staircase sort of thing. So I had to like pull the wire through all that, have it go against the walls up, and then like my my brothers always were right where like it is right because he's playing his uh, shooters or whatever on right. his Xbox. So right. I just have it plugged in like right above, and I got to make sure it's actually on the wall so his him and his <laughs> his child are not stepping all over it. So it's kind of hey, my Xbox is moving. Get off the fucking car. <laughs> Yeah. Well, for me, for me, it was much simpler because in my room, my router is directly on the opposite. In, router. Oh, your router is, is it's it's a router, but um, <laughs> it's directly opposite me in the other room. So I just whipped out a drill, hole clean through the wall, just slip the cable through. Job done. Simple, easy peasy. Yeah. Okay, so I have, I have my. My entire house is, is networked, right? So I got a, a whole server in the closet and everything, right? And I still have the modem directly next to my TV where my where my consoles and my computer are. I don't Man, give, that's PTSD, though. That's I don't what that give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this, this shit goes into the wall to the server. That's like, but it, yeah. the modem is right the hell here, and it's gonna stay right the hell here. I don't give a damn. Man's got his own server. We started a game at your house now, man. Facts. You you host every game from now on. I, I I don't do cable. Everything is in a, a home theater PC that's in a closet. That's dope. That's dope. <laughs> All right. So let me go ahead and get this last one from him. He said, "What games have the biggest impact on you, whether it be good or negative?" Uh, do you? Yeah. Right. Biggest impact on me. Okay. Let me think here. Um, shout out to Tony Esquire, the super cheat. Let me just, my mouse is going all over the place. Let me click it, please. Can you repeat the question when you get a chance? Uh, Tony's like, so Luca, are you hyped from Halo Infinite multiplayer? I left consoles in favor of the correct price for Battlefield 2042, and getting Halo online is an added bonus. Yes, I am excited for the multiplayer. I'm definitely going to be playing with the, with the boys. So Remember yeah. when we were playing Halo 5 together all day? It was fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. All right. Um, the question is, what game? Okay, what mm-hmm. games? What games had the biggest impact on you, whether it be good or negative? 
Hmm. Man, when it comes hmm. to negative, I'm hmm. <laughs> about state of the K2. Hold on. Negative out there. Oh, no. Don't slander my game. No, no, no. no. Listen. Okay. Fuck that so game. So I won state of the K2 in like a giveaway. And we you played know, together. Remember that. So Yeah. And the ultimate edition allows you to play the game like four days early, right? Yep. So all day and I were playing together. Okay. <laughs> And it was such a buggy experience in co-op that it was it was ridiculous. Like I said, hey Luca, come over here. I can't all day. I'm in the floor. I said, where? Luca, wait, all, you- wait. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was all like all day. I was like, Luca, can you go to the um the medical tent? I was like, what medical tent? And he was just like, no, it's like literally right there. I'm like, all day, all I see is a white outline. Like, what are you talking about? Didn't you take a screenshot of I it, like, with your phone? I put it on Twitter. It's on Twitter. Um, like, all day's backpack was fucking missing. I remember we were playing with Mooch and Crap that one time. Do you remember that? that and Crappy so got stuck in the fucking wall, dude. It was bad. It was bad. Uh, and then, like, the reason why it had such a negative impact on me was mostly just because of the response I got. Because since I had it early, I actually knew how the game was playing. And some cuck on Twitter was all like, you don't know what you're talking about. I'm like, dude, I have the fucking game. And so I went on this rant. I will never let it go. The State of Decay rant. It's on It's it's on my channel. I lost my shit. It was 1240 a.m. <laughs> uh, it was the middle of the fucking night. I was triggered doing that fucking live stream. Like, it was just, like I lost my shit, dude. I was like, all day, I got to go. And he was like, what? Bitch, where do you go? I'm like, I'm doing a live show. Luca, it's the middle of the night. <laughs> nah, I'm going. I'm that game going. sucks. <laughs> yeah, that, that left, you know, that left a, a lasting negative impression because I will never forget the fact that, that that happened. So yeah. Uh yeah, man. The easy one for me would have been Mass Effect because of just two, but that for good impact. Yes. But I'll, Mass Effect I'll, two as well for me. Yeah, for that that impact. that would probably be number one. But if I had to have a, a, a one that was close to yeah. it, playing all of the Bioshocks and the ending in uh Infinite, I was like, yo. That was great. That yo, was fucking great. The ending in Infinite had me sitting there like I, and and this is like this is when I matter of fact, I had just started working at GameStop around that time, and it was like I was talking to everybody. I was mad when a person didn't play the game yet or didn't beat it. I was <laughs> like, yo, fuck out my stuff. I, I was like, yo, we got to play. I said, like, you playing Bioshock? He was like, yeah, man, I'm about halfway. Through. I said, man, I can't talk to you. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, said, I can't talk to you. What you pre-ordered? You got that, I was like, and then especially since you played all of them, just just the way that the game ended and seeing the how it played itself out, I was like. Boy, can you 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 did you outdid yourself on this one? But I, man, that that was oh probably god, the Ken next Levine, one. You're a god, yeah. No, yeah, he no, he outdid himself on that one. So Bioshock Infinite definitely is something that always it's it's one That's of those games right up there with game. Mass Effect three, Mass Effect 2's ending that just truly stuck with me. Um, a, a game that left a positive negative uh, positive negative positive <laughs> impression on me was uh The Witcher three. Obviously, obviously, obsession I have. Um, there's this one scene in The Witcher 3, and it's just such an emotional scene for me, in which, like, I really felt like I was Geralt, right? So there's this one guy, his name is, um, I can't remember his name. He's, like, oh, Horson? Horson Jr.? Uh, I think that's what his name is. Is this spoiler territory? Sort of. But you're never going to play the game, so. Yeah, well, I'm going to play it. I'm still waiting on that patch, fool. Keep it it mild, please. (laughs) Okay, there's this one scene. playing Raw the Rivera and shit. In which, um... You find out that Siri, who's your daughter figure, 
was uh, disappeared while interacting with this one guy who likes to like murder prostitutes and stuff and treats women like real bad. And so you go into this room and it's just like, what's in that room and what he did to those women it left sudden impression on me that when I got the option to kill him, I fucking. I've seen him. that. I yeah. did that mission. He's he's out of here. Like I murdered him. He's I was like, no. like you get you had the option to spare him, but like, I was like, no, I'm gonna murder yeah, you. And like I was like, like as Geralt was like nodding along to him as he was talking, and I was just like, yeah, I was nodding too as we're beating his ass, like you know. <laughs> so, you know? Nodding to the sound of the music. Nodding to the sound of my fist colliding with his face, and yes. so, like that yeah. scene left an impression on me the scene with the um the three okay i cannot remember witches the witches the theme the theme their theme song yeah. is so fucking good and then like finding out what happens at the end of the mission to the kids versus the town bro that shit had me i don't know man i was shaking i was shaking so hey witcher three i don't know man that, that storytelling on another level bro like no cap it's That's amazing. why it was game of the generation. Man, no cap. It's amazing. So shout out to Sycamore saying, um, the Ashen one, you had some very good guests on tonight. Thank you. Shout out to uh, Ramon. You got my wallet tonight with the great content. I oh, appreciate you. Great cast equals to amazing engagement. Yeah, I really thank do you, appreciate brother. that. I know that the topic yeah, was kind of heavy earlier tonight, which I'm always a little bit like, hmm, I wonder how this is going to go over with people when we talk about serious stuff. But I, I'm happy that at least somebody did enjoy the content and is happy to be here that's what but, they expect uh, from Comcast, hey, though hey luca can i answer the uh yeah of, of course go ahead bro thanks so the one that most affected me i mean i'm such a freaking like a cap for legacy of kane but it comes back to legacy of kane and for me there was one like the dialogue in itself the prose is just absolutely just they call it the shakespeare of gaming for a reason but there's this one scene at the end of Soul Reaver 2, when Raziel discovers what's going on with the Seraphan and all the time, the time streaming and everything. And I brought up this passage. I'm going to read it really fast. I'll keep it short, I promise. Is My former brethren, Duma and Rahab, confronted me next. This all seemed so elegantly choreographed. Exhilarated by the Reaver, I was drunk with revelations. I could finally appreciate the delicious irony of Cain's blasphemous private joke, and I reveled as I colluded with him across the centuries. For it was who put these bastards, it was I who put these bastards in their tomb, thus providing the corpses for Cain to raise as his as his vampire sons a millennia from now. That shit is amazing to me. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds amazing. I have no idea what you're talking about, but it sounds great. Mm -hmm. um, other moments I had a big Okay, Saints Row 2. I don't listen the way I be waxing poetry about fucking Saints Row. Saints Row Saints Row 2 is my favorite Saints Row. I've only played two, three, and four, right? But it's my favorite Saints Row because the boss is like actually like literally a psychopath. Like it's not just the character, you know, murder like you know, on GTA, you're just murdering people in the street for funsies and BD, right? Like the boss in Saints Row 2 is like there's like something genuinely missing, right? And there was this one mission in which one of my boys and my gang, um, got murdered and they did the thing where they tie him to the back of a car and like drag his body through the streets oh that and was terrible yeah that's how he died so the way that the boss like the way i retaliated in the game is that i broke the hands of the rival gang member's best friend who's like a, mu a musician 
like that was his career mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like broke his hand so he would never be able to hold a guitar again and Damn. then kidnapped his girlfriend trapped her in the back of a trunk like in the trunk of a car during a monster truck rally and then i had the rival gang member yeah unaware roll over his girlfriend in the monster truck killing yeah. her crazy and after that like after that mission i was like genu i was genuinely disturbed like i was shook like because i've never played a character who's like oh oh this character is actually a psychopath like i've never played a character like that in which they're just not a good person you know and it's, it's not trevor two two really impactful moments for me has to be well the beast apart from like the other state before like the witcher and whatnot yeah. it has to be halo reach the ending of reach like that that really you know that if you i don't know is it spoilers I if i I'm, say I'm working, my, I'm working my way through the series 3, <laughs> okay okay i, I won't i won't I mean, say anything you, know, you can go ahead i mean everybody no 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 because I, I was about to spoil the whole, whole game so no <laughs> okay. hey um, when ramon was saying hey when ramon was talking earlier about the legacy of king sound like he had a goblet in his hand with dry eyes so <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Our bestie Slow Mo said hi in the chat. Hi Slow bestie, guys, say hi bestie. What up, Slow Mo? What up, Slow Mo? And the other one is the Halo trilogy because from the first one, obviously, it set me on the path of FPS and Xbox, but more so Halo Three, uh, Halo story. I just gravitated to it because it, you know, when it's hang on. Have, have you played through the first three Halos? Uh, no, just the first Listen, one. Most games came out like a millennia ago. I know. You, like I said, just go ahead. Like I'm new to Xbox, all right? I just got my Xbox in November. Okay, so. okay. But uh, okay. go ahead, go ahead. I mean, I know I, I'm like the outlier, so it's no It's big. It's like when Cortana stays behind uh, to take care of the Gravemind. And then like you, when you eventually have to go retrieve Cortana, I'm like, yo, this generally feels bad because if you read what happens to Cortana because of the grave mind, you're like, oh man, this is a tear to my eye. What the fuck was that? I don't know what that was. Is somebody teleporting? Really impactful <laughs> moment for me was in Life is Strange, uh, episode four. Uh, that entire episode was like traumatizing for me. Like, I played it at two in the morning and stayed up till four to finish it, and I couldn't get, I couldn't sleep. Like, I just couldn't sleep with what I, I was sobbing. I was crying really hard because it really left, like, a deep impression on me. And then um, Life is Strange Before the Storm, episode one, uh, left a big impression on me as, too, as well. So the, <laughs> those final episodes, though. <laughs> you know what game left an impact on me was fucking uh, The Walking Dead first season. That shit was crazy. With Lee? With Lee? Yeah, That's man. Not about yeah, man. <laughs> I was like, I was like, that shit hurt. Oh, that shit hurt, man. I was tearing up. Like, man, turn, close that fucking window. I swear to God. I swear. Yo, you know what? The owl, the owl in Ori, that that hit me. Ooh, that hit me hard. Yeah, that was that, that was pretty bad. That pulled a little strings a little bit. Yeah. Okay, so um, is that everybody? Yeah. All right, cool. Um, let's see here. What else? Oh, Morden. Yeah, I forgot about him. Then, when Morden dies in Mass Effect 3, that was, that was a little bad. Too. Oh, that, I, I, I cried. 
First of all, those games came out in like 2011. Yeah, I know. If you ain't paid it now, just don't play it. Well, I'm in the middle. I, I finished the first one. All right, oh, I'm did you? about to start the second one. How, how, how'd you feel about that? The second one's like the best, in my opinion. The second one is definitely. The you best. still quiet though. You ain't say nothing. Who me? Yeah. Did you? Did oh, you like I it? thought you were talking about the third one. Oh no, I loved it. I freaking oh, okay. loved it. Oh, I'm you're really gonna love. You should about... love two more. I think. Oh yeah, yeah I, two, that's two, what everybody said. It has my wife, Miranda get... Lawson, um, in it. Oh, Luca, did you hear about the model? P, I guess on PC they put the butt scene back in there. It was a I serious thing, apparently. Yeah. It's, it's just the context. Like, I don't mind her, you know, getting to see her beautiful body. It's just the context in which she was discussing it. Yeah. That people were it, having. It was a terrible Monte time, man. Go ahead, singer. Oh, the modern community on PC has always got you. If they yeah. try to take you stuff see those out mods for Lady D? Those are amazing. <laughs> the modern community is the best community, one of the best communities out there. Because if there's something you want in your game or something the devs try to take away from you, they will bring that back. They will do their yeah. damnedest. They are both the best and the worst because them motherfuckers have no filter. And they oh, should. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there are some mods for some games that uh, are questionable. Which is why uh, there won't be a third judgment game, apparently. Mm -hmm. Because right. of because of the actor, right? Yeah. Something's going yeah. on with that. Well, yeah, they're they're concerned that he'll be his uh, likeness or whatever on yeah. PC. Yeah, they're that he'll be modded in a less than uh, savory way on PC. Which, Shout I mean, out to Bitcloudo yeah. saying Life is Strange Two was really good surprise to you. Uh, so, uh, so I'm gonna really enjoy the game up until the end. Too. Did he really? Up until the end, it's the oh, ending. Good. It's always the ending with those games, man. I don't know. But uh, let's go ahead and get these channel members and we can start heading out of here. A uh, shout out to Sycamore, who just became a scum lord. Yas. Shout out to Danelle, mm. Jess, Outlaw, Big Show, The Finest, Deaf Singer, Stone King X, Texas Lean, Brisky, Bunty, Lupa, Enlightened Panda, Johnny, Corey, Get This Work, Yobi, Meat Puppet, Light Gamer, Dexflex, Alabama Jones, Starbuck, Yorenza. Smoke, Sub Negro, Gamer by Choice, Dirt, JB Cash, DD Lee, Jimmet, J Bari, Dom, Arcade, DQs, Blizzards, Pepitio, Replicant, Gaming Forte, The Slycro, Jet, MLU, Taz, Vito Claudo, Brandon, Drav, Lionel, Steel Rain, Lady Foxfire, Blessed, Erotomist, All Day, Shogun, John John the Don, Sin, Sir X-Man, Meta, Envy, Hades, Damien, Jarrell, Slomo, Hannibal, Sean, Scrotum, Ao Greggy, Daquan, Clifton, and Craig. Shout out to you guys. Thanks so much for being members of the channel. Shout out to all Super Chat support. Shout out, to, shout out to all the Super Chat support. Shout out to everyone who hung out with us in the live chat. Shout out to everyone who listens later. Uh, appreciate all you guys so much. Uh, Ade, do you want to tell your story about the popcorn before we go? Next week. Okay, sure. Yeah, right. I gotta. She's crying already. So she's crying. Oh, I love yeah. your, I love your kid. She's so cute. Oh uh, no, thanks, thanks, Dad. All right, let's. Let's thank get you, out of you, here. Uh, Singer, thank you so much for coming through. We ended a little early. Okay, you can go look at a little bit some sleep, okay? Hey, we ended early, so I might be able to continue some gaming. Hey, this might be good. Uh, thank you for everyone coming through. Great panel. Great show. A bit heavy in the middle there, but great show in general. And uh, We ended on the light topic, so... Indeed. And you can find me at Death Singer everywhere. Okay, Maslin, so good to see you on your uh, bi-yearly uh, appearance. Let's go. Let's go. 
We yeah, love biannual. It. Biannual. <laughs> uh, kiss my ass, you bowl of malignant feces. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> uh, we ain't never Look, I apologize that. to the man. All right, it's up on Twitter. You can go find it. <laughs> hmm. All right. Um, nautical. Yo, great show. Um, um, great conversation. Scumcast is the only place you can get this type of breath of content when it comes to just talking about gaming that we can go really hard on just life stuff like we did today. So really appreciate everybody that came through. Uh, shout out to the chat. Shout out to the panel as always. And it's uh, Gaming Forte everywhere. YouTube, Twitter, Xbox Live, PlayStation, uh, DBS podcast every Thursday at 9 p.m. It will be on Homeboy Slow Mo backslash channel um, next week. So definitely check us out over there. And you guys have a great week. Okay. Ramon, thank you so much for guesting. Really appreciate you coming on. It's been a pleasure as always. You know, I always love it when I get an invitation to come. I love the show. So uh, thank you for having me. And uh, thanks to the chat. Thanks for everybody, all of the uh, other panel members and everybody. You guys are awesome. Um, Ramon Terrell, you can find me on uh, you know any social media as Ramon Terrell. Um, and uh, yeah, if you like epic fantasy, you know, fantasy humor, that kind of stuff, just look me up. And uh, yeah, you guys have a great weekend. Enjoy your games. He also uh, ghost wrote XCOM Legends. So if you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so I would appreciate no criticism on the. Okay. If you guys uh, ever want to play a live action picture, hit him up. <laughs> yeah, I got right. Paid copies. So shout out, shout out to my, my bestie all day for coming back. What up, what back. up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go I'm back. Get, I, all day has like, returned. He's been since he's been off the show. So. I know, yeah. I, I'll be back. Uh, I'm back indefinitely, man. I, how did I bling bling? You know, we've been kicking it around. You know, we chilling. It's good conversation. Uh, good guest. Shout out to Ramon. Stay off that razor. And uh, yeah, man. We'll see y'all next week, man. Thank you, chat. Y'all been right. good. See you guys later. Bye.